0: My lovely Inspiring Human Potential community. I hope you've been enjoying our channeled guidance sessions and the updated pieces of information and guidance, if you will, even in the inner growth topics. I'm trying to ensure that we keep building a community of 5D, self empowered, inclined, at the very least, enlightened individuals and I always say inclined at the very least because it is through a simple inclination of the body being open and receptive to that infinite higher human consciousness potential so being able to disengage from information as your identity and to actually be in eventual vagal state curious this is what I mean with inclined because achieving enlightenment in and of itself for those who look to do it solely with spiritualism in mind you go on a whole different journey because you have a certain type of uh, leader in mind which would be somebody like a sad guru so there are those who go out in the mountains in the middle of nowhere and they conduct that personally I love life the sweetness of life are the people the day-to-day everything that other people who haven't reached that self-empowered state with 5d state of consciousness feel one as a burden and it is because there are those shackles of gold but here's the thing the inner growth mindset helps to support you to become conscious your consciousness is the mind heart harmony is your actual ego self being able to become aware of your heart Self, which is the seat of consciousness we've been talking about this and essentially it's unconditional love that's the simplest word I always have to expand because I've seen many people use this word and they're not unconditionally loving people they've directly treated me in certain ways and that's definitely an indication of conditions not because of it being nice or not nice but because of conditions being set on my person on me as a human being on my behavior on my way of expressing my thoughts or my feelings so this is <clears throat> this is going to be a unique well they're all unique but i'm trying to share certain aspects because <clears throat> excuse me for my voice there's a tidbit that i just gained which is going to be very lovely to share with everyone and as i keep moving forward with the podcast episodes on inner growth and just the mindset as well those of us and that would be anybody who's tuning in who will resonate with this uh, those of us who have always vibed in a 5d self-empowered enlightened body i'm talking about our actual physiological body the minute you began engaging with life if somebody hurt your feelings you weren't angry you weren't feeling it as unfair in the way of righteousness vengeance you didn't have that that feeling remember from what we learned with the lady that talks about uh, vengeance is the laziness of grief um the lazy sister or brother of grief i forget how she puts it it's that african tribal saying from a movie she watched and essentially any type of vengeance is that now people on the outside world those who are not in a 5d state of consciousness have a different opinion those who are in an adaptive child emotion response have a different opinion so This is not the community, one, that we're building. Two, this is not saying right or wrong. This is an actual outlook. You can't be doing an inner growth mindset if you're actually focused on judging the external because you're already in your own ego self. You're in your mind and you're spelling out your own opinion which every one of us has. We all have assholes like people love to say when it's about opinions. We learn as adults, functional adults, to respect that. This is unconditional love means you do what you wanna do and I sit back and love you, it has nothing to do with mistreating each other, FYI. Luckily, we have a system in place. We have police in place. We have the law in place. And while people want to keep living as if they were teenagers and grown-ups now though, this is why those are emotionally adaptive responses, there's a way that the 3D, 4D people still look, and it is because they're ego sensitive. The 5D self-empowered enlightened person is life sensitive. They see through bullshit. They see through shackles. They know how to use them, not use them. So let let me forget about the, the, the duality people and keep talking to oneness consciousness. But here's that part, making this clear is very important because I'm not here to waste anybody's time everybody should live the life they want to live so if there are people who are like I don't know about neutrality and controlled love I'm not the person you want to be hearing because you're not gonna enjoy or take away from this three hour one hour and a half depends how long the episodes are you you might as well go and tune in to somebody that you think will speak your language because obviously I won't and I made this clear in our upcoming episodes because time is essential. We don't know how much we have. Today's could be today, tomorrow we might not be here. Every second of your day can be used in a way that is the sweetness of life. You know who you are or you don't. When you know who you are, this doesn't mean you have a label. In fact, it's quite the opposite. You know the people you enjoy spending time with. You know the topics you enjoy reading about, learning about. You know what makes you happy. You know what makes you sad. You know all of this. And no matter who comes to you trying to tell you what to be or not to be, no matter what your age is, you listen, you respect, you say thank you, and you move on with your life. You're not swayed. Now, this is when you're centered in yourself, your true self, the heart of you. So, as I was saying, those who were born with this type of body and people began hurting your feelings, quote, unquote, we all hurt each other's feelings, they began doing things that were unclear. (laughs) Unclear, when a person begins to be mean to you, especially then as an adult, and you actually think they love you, which they might, but they're obviously expressing it in a very unkind manner, so it becomes like, wait, what? Um, Let's see the beauty of being an adult, a true adult not an adaptive child with shackles of gold, again, no vengeance, no anger, an adult from the mind, is that you understand if you're being treated a certain way that something's up, something unpleasant, something that's making a person you love unhappy and you seek to help the person you, you love. Now, as always, strangers are not of any person's concern. Although people love talking about humanity, once they have one experience with something or someone, then it's like the world, life, everything is shit. They bring that from their teenager and they call themselves adults. So the person who's always been in the 5D self-empowered enlightened body has always simply been sad when things happen. And you've grown up, and potentially you're here with the same wisdom of a sad guru in your heart and your mind, and you're doing stuff, you're doing amazing stuff to bring the world together, to bring your family together, to keep on shining that rainbow, that sweetness of life. Because from within you, nobody ever, ever has taken away the love you hold for life because you're life sensitive, guys. Those of you who are ego sensitive, this is not to create any type of competition. I please ask you to remember this because the minute a person is ego sensitive, there is that mammalian heritage that we all have. It's a reaction from within your body where you feel as if you're being quote unquote scolded. I'm trying to present this now because it's very important for our community to remember that inner growth is your journey your heart is your journey and ego is not a bad thing some of us are more inclined to be life sensitive so we don't have vengeance in our heart because we immediately see through the shackles of gold we immediately see through aspects that the eyes will see for the ego sensitive person and that your mind has organized and and i'm not going to try and explain it too much it's a feeling of defense mechanism it's a trigger you'll be like i don't like this i don't agree with this okay and it's not i'm not saying don't agree with you or disagree with you i'm trying to say i'm not saying there's a hierarchy when two things are different they're different i'm an identical twin and my mother has always treated us differently because we have different personalities each one of us has different personalities we all have an ego self that's the islands and we're all an ocean this community and what i share is to help you to become empowered it is not to tell you to be angry at your ego or self it's actually the opposite to try and help you to befriend it and tend to and actually know what i want to share furthermore is the nervous system that component of our mammalian heritage But I must differentiate for if there are life-sensitive people, they have had a whole different experience and they continue to have different experiences than you do with ascension because they're not ego-sensitive. They don't wear shackles. They see through them and, in fact, they're very irritated. Like when I start getting passionate, it's more of an irritation with the 3D, 4D community that keeps on distracting our lovely life, our lovely people with aspects that will not allow us to come together in a sooner than later kind of thing okay so the person who's life sensitive has an urgency to try and help this is right now one of the balancing energies guys for the life sensitive people it is to sit in your neutrality because while you may be tuning into your feminine energy which is intuitive and can see very far you are wanting to learn how to harness your masculine energy in an effective way because if you're going to make a change it's about speaking to the very masculine energy to the very system that you're looking to work with so to bring those charge states individuals and groups to harmony for the ego sensitive person it's on the other end for the ego sensitive person it's about stopping to live a life based on the ego mind and so those shackles of gold this would be people that live by accident meaning by default by compulsion other people have you feeling happy or sad your work has you feeling happy or sad you call a person toxic or nasty and you actually believe it in your mind now your heart feels heartbroken there's two different things so we're going to get to that so the person who is still not disengaging from the material stuff is a person anyone who's tuning in and this is where you consider life ups and downs it's because you're not your own one master yet inner engineer leader you're not guiding or driving the chariot you have not simplified your life to understand that every emotion and thought you feel is yours and yes there's a mechanism behind it and i'm going to explain it to you in a minute and here's the thing i'm going to explain it and then i'm going to tell you where you can also go to get your own information on the psychoeducation stuff because it's amazing when you can empower yourself the ego sensitive person if you're not empowered yet you're going to read that and you're going to create labels which isn't going to empower you empowerment means you take the information you read and you know you can apply it because you're the owner of your body and the owner of the heart and the owner of the mind and we haven't even tapped into when you're in an enlightened state because you do see very clearly oneness consciousness and separateness consciousness true spiritualism not metaphysics not the universe not duality i'm a reiki master i work with energy i help people with it i do tarot you guys know this i do Kashic record readings and i love supporting the people that apply for the mentorship program model or just friends, family, whoever wants to be supported, whoever needs support, whether it be emotionally, physiologically, because physically I have people that come to me with pains. That is in duality. There's a whole amazing sphere in the non-duality I haven't even tapped into yet because I am needing to get there. And what I mean by that, and this is a side note, it's the ability to disengage from the mind and to enter a kashic field with myself so to speak and these attributes particularly the energy stuff that i was talking about it's very interesting one day uh, when i have some more time i'll gladly venture off into this territory because it really is fascinating to connect to the energetic spectrum that is what surrounds us but for purposes of our topic let me keep reminding you that those are all in duality the universe or excuse me oneness consciousness life source spirit as kurt points out is all and in fact if we want to label it anything it's that darkness because it's it's a nothingness nothingness divided itself into two so that it experienced itself so that yin yang light dark which came first As I said, Guru points out, when they first start yogi, like yogis on this discipline, they talk to them about light. As they advance, they talk to them about darkness. This made sense when I heard him speak that. Because every person will be faced with the unknown, unexpected, unwanted when you are being nudged by the universe, by life, by source, to choose the existence you are. And you will stay lost in unconsciousness, As long as you disregard the nudge the nudge is not something that you see guys it's something that draws you to someone or something else in a pleasant way it is not hell anything that is unpleasant any bond that you think is a must you've created a karmic bond anything that you say can't get out of you've created a karmic bond you can physically Pick yourself up and get out of any type of situation now that you may say but societally speaking there is your first bondage of gold if you praise it and still actually use it as your gauge which is what most ego-sensitive people do they are not certain of what they want they don't even know they're in fact undecisive they have shared with me people that are in this place it doesn't mean they don't know their personality they don't know what they want in life and they are consistently and continuously in emotion roller coaster rides. That's not pleasant. The body goes through stress, the mind goes through stress. It is all self regulated if they choose to stop looking outside of them and understand that they are an existence. This is what we all are. Everything that happens outside, you coexist with now if you're centered so those of you who are life sensitive you don't have the roller coaster of life on your back on your head on anything you are as light as a bird and i really mean it and if anybody's triggered again that trigger is because your body hasn't had the experience and the ego's saying that's not possible because you haven't had the experience and in that very moment your body's also remembering all of the roller coaster rides because in none of those moments in the past where you centered in your consciousness, in your heart, with yourself, in faith with yourself. The inner growth mindset is in three levels because of the realization of me without the psychoeducation, just the basic psychology from the past psychologists, not the updated ones, which is instead what I now have, luckily for us but i already knew if a person can center themselves in their heart and look at societal psychological and existential components they will find that the conflict is not an actual reality it is a mismatch it's an inner conflict because they must if they want find an inner harmony if they stay centered in their heart they will find that what does that mean it means do you feel good about this or not that's very simply <laughs> does it feel right or not right now I know that simple is not the correct word and I will have to always try to keep this in mind even as we build a community because there are new listeners that will tune in maybe I'll create a foundation course I don't know Uh, we'll see about that but the reality is I'll probably always just keep it in mind because my friends my family are the ones who remind me no Maria it's not simple and so do the psychologists that share the level of the nervous system's reaction when a person's not self-empowered yet. So this is where key is your heart, key is neutrality, key is unconditional love, key is centeredness. If you're in emotional roller coaster, it's because you never stopped to do this and you've simply allowed the shackles of gold, which you don't call shackles, you call them societal culture, you call them the career has to go this path, the family has to be this way, this has to be that way, relationships have to be this way. You have all these words that talk about life. Life is existence. You are existence. And the first basis of existence is your body. So for the 5D self-empowered enlightened person, you are as free as a bird. For the person who is ego-sensitive, you are not yet free as a bird. You may be working through that part of the masculine energy to finally truly free yourself. This doesn't mean becoming an asshole, FYI. It actually, is the opposite. You're going to learn and are learning to become somebody who can speak your truth always calmly with loved ones and to talk about feelings and all these amazing things and enrich your life life what is life life is sharing moments with our family life is sharing moments with our loved ones life is you being able to dedicate yourself if you're passionate about your career if you're not you're really only doing it because you need money and right there, I'd say, hopefully after this episode, if you don't tune back in, that you'll gain some insight to learn how to transform that. Because everything that the world is, it's, it's not even about calling it a holograph, not a holograph, which is what obviously we know our quantum physics realm is doing. By the way, there's, there's noise, they're, they're doing work again, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I'll have to move so that I avoid you guys this this painfulness yes hold on a minute guys okay so I'll, I'll try to find this spot guys um, in case I don't you know that I've moved you still will hear noises but it might just be the microphone moving <laughs> on my shirt because I'm standing now and there are workers outside and downstairs but at least they're not drilling beneath their feet or my feet <laughs> and then that, you hear them to the extent that yesterday i had to move i think i was recording our upcoming episodes anyways as i was saying so there's two types of individuals tuning in to the channel guidance and you are both obviously intuitive enough to the energies to know about portals and cosmic stuff right and we're learning about the balancing right now meaning i'm sharing with you the aspect of what balance is taking place you know what yours is and for those who are more in a i'm going to say feminine energy what does this mean it means that you've always been inclined to be intuitive meaning you have the clairs active okay clairvoyance clairaudience clairsentience the other one i don't remember it some of us have access to all others don't the reality is you don't want to get lost in that metaphysics world because you're going to stay in duality and instead of making progress in your dharma in your soul's path you're going to take steps backwards and you're going to end up in spiritual bypassing this is because the ego self you haven't identified it you have not identified the mind in duality And your experiences are affecting that because of course you're going to be perceiving different things every person perceives different things I have many friends who are stuck quote-unquote they're not stuck because nobody gets stuck Soul, life source infinite always leads you to more it's only if you see through like the seven of cups when you have many choices what glitters is not gold what you think is gonna be better isn't better and these cliche sentences the masculine energy people these are the things you are quote-unquote falling for but you're not falling for them our entire western world particularly but even if we take the other realm of the world there's a way that the body you are not aware of your own ego self and it involves our nervous system's response and i'm going to for a minute transition here because this is where it's very important When I was starting to try and share with you what it's like to be a life-sensitive person and you getting hurt feelings, quote-unquote, you being in contact with those who are ego-sensitive, I'm just going to let it be that way. because We all have an ego, but some of us are not sensitive to it, okay? So we don't come at things from the ego. We come at them from the pure love of our hearts. And we don't understand, doesn't matter how old you get, why a person anyone doesn't know how to speak truth you don't understand it but you don't see it with vengeance or malice and you don't see or feel it that way so whoever is saying yeah that's a life-sensitive being everyone else feels it with malice sees it with malice labels it talks it labels it manipulation labels it things that yes our psychiatry community talks about but here's why <laughs> the body element and I will always always and I have always basically been inclined to favor academia and subject matters that in time prove things to people because here's the thing the life sensitive person knows that life is never evil to itself. This is a whole that's delusion. The, the duality is delusion but it exists because that's how you get to choose. And I was a tiny girl, and I remember being presented God as a Catholic and understanding very simply what that choice was. If I'm asking you to behave as you would want to behave, my son tells you, turn the other cheek or forgive them for they do not know. If I say, I know what's going on, and your best interest is always in mine. Now, other people got caught up into the sin. But here's the part, those are all ego-sensitive people who started to label each other as sinners. So they all started casting stones. The life-sensitive person never took away this from any religion that they had, anything that you've had in your life. You always saw the truth. The truth is always pure love. It is not anything else, and this is a feeling okay I'm being very specific so anyone who's like nah that's ego sensitive it's not bad or good that's your defense mechanism already engaged your nervous system in defending itself from life in and of itself because you've been given those shackles those different labels those different themes and you also attach to them once you began living life as a teenager because that's exactly when you started getting the same Type of behavior from your other friends and whoever it is and you started to be now your own quote unquote self it's the ego self of you the personality that you were told you are and that you accepted and maybe elaborated on and you kept moving forward then you find yourself as an adult so either there's adaptive children adult or there's a functional adult emotionally neither one is necessarily in a 5d self enlightened space a life-sensitive person has no vengeance in their heart for anyone, especially not the loved ones that has and holds sadness within the interactions. In fact, those are the most excruciating ones because they're forever they're forever in a space of love with the hurt. So let's leave that one alone. <laughs> because see, that one, it really makes you sad from the body so on a high note (laughs) uh, we're going to talk about how you know when spirit source when you your own soul is nudging you to reach out to other parts of because see we are that ocean and the beauty once you're in oneness consciousness is you always know you don't have an enemy out there not no person's your enemy and this involves as always your loved ones because strangers nobody's thinking about that as an enemy even though people want to talk about you know nations that's for another topic not today and not right now that's in the whole other topic which i'm not even going to get into because i'm going to get passionate about that um back to what I was trying to get at, malice is not something you feel, you don't see toxicity, you don't see any of these labels, you're not a victim, they're not a victim, your experience, your life, basically their life. And there's an interaction at play. So the person who's coming at life from a life sensitive has never cast the stone intentionally. I've found myself as a teenager at a certain point, once I got clarity casting stones and I was highly ashamed of myself because I actually did get the memo by God from when I was little and solely listening and thinking of Source and all this oneness as God. Today, I know it's infinite consciousness. Um, but yeah, that was one of my moments of true shame where I'm like, yeah, that was wow. And what, what accompanied shame was disappointment. See, in my book, a leader is somebody who empowers you. So see, Sadhguru is so a leader because he talks about love love is not you do what I want you to do love is you do what you want to do and I love you love is not something you own it's something you lose yourself in or it's not something you have and then furthermore today he was talking about relationships but he was talking about how some people say how to deal with so the topic was how to deal with toxic people and he said you know when you see something about someone it's not about them it's about you you're the one who sees with your eyes and you're the one who thinks with your mind and you're the one who feels in your body and is it pleasant or not are you choosing do you want to be happy in life or not and he goes on to say if you think of the sweetest moment the sweetest emotion you've ever had in your life so for you guys if there's been one moment where you were in bliss in, in love in pure freedom of ecstasy of everything use that as your baseline and keep bringing that but it's going to be something that comes from within so the life-sensitive person understands this the ego-sensitive person is immediately saying but that can't be because outside there's people there's countries there's this there's that there and they begin with the mind right there the ego self is in the mind to create reasons why that's not possible our body is a simple chemistry and it's either in defense mode or it's not. So, one, before I keep going with Sadhguru, here's the polyvagal theory doctor. We're talking about control right now uh, in the courses I'm taking. And he is trying to share with his psychiatry community to remember the basis of a body. I'm going to drink some coffee, one second and he says you know when somebody comes into your office if they are trying to control this is because they're trying to gain a sense of of control instead of being in a sense of predictability the nervous system doesn't like the lack of predictability remember the attachment theory at six months old which is when we have our first night terror and recognize consciously speaking we're not one with our parent this is from another psychology book then where the reference of the attachment theory doesn't include this is what I'm trying to say so that was a baby psychology book that I know about this particular night terror because children have night terror six months is the first one then they have others and here's where the psychiatrists define the others as worse i would say that that's probably the biggest one and the attachment theory shows that by six months the baby the infant the body of you knows it needs to attach it's called our attachment de- and we have an attachment defensive state so you crying the other three nervous systems responses when we look at what they're finding are collapse submit please appease attach cry for help these are the nervous system's response to your household and they cause a chemistry within you. You're a your chemistry within you, like the says. So initially, your default network is not chosen by you. Your 10, 12-month self chooses for you. Your body chooses what feels less painful in your circumstance and for however it is that you are. My identical twin and I completely different from the incubator we were six months we were premature i was moving around like they they said i was like a little snake just moving 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 i wouldn't stay still my twin was having a hard time she didn't want to breathe they had to get her to breathe she was very relaxed is the word that i prefer to use as well others use a different word and it makes me think because her second child she feels very in tune with he's very relaxed kind of like her laid back so if you see my twin sister and i or if you had known us as teenagers yeah completely different and to this day completely different my twin sister is like the hippie peace and love you know she's like even though it's interesting how with motherhood there are things that i never thought i'd see come from her which then leads me to recognize those traits so she's definitely somebody who knows what she wants but we have a mother who taught us to take ownership by her example because she takes the lead we all learn by example you don't choose this here's the part first before we learn by example our nervous system chose how you would feel about yourself and really it's about life because yourself is that heart of you we're all pure love we're all innocent. But we grow up, and and we grow up with certain feelings that we don't understand. When a person's locked in shame, it's not by choice. They began a life with that imprint. And a household that is very rigid will cause that. This is where the Western world has achievement-based individuals because the parents are immediately socializing them. And it's very different. I'll always remember the Neapolitans allow their kids to scream, yell, do whatever because they're children. They are allowed that they learn how to be respectful once they grow up some will complain about this even the neapolitans i personally think a child is a child let them be and i've always found it quite i actually suffer for children all the way through because anytime i'm seeing anything i'm like wow you're telling another human being what to do like that's just wrong um this is the part like individuals who are aware of their own body heart mind. they don't want nobody wants to be told what to do but there's a difference when you're life sensitive and ego sensitive because the ego sensitive people are the adaptive children who will give other people they'll cast those stones you behave this way and i'm going to block you because i decided that your behavior is and there's no reason because you know there there are reasons for us to defend ourselves it's when we're actually physically being endangered other than that it's really petty stuff meaning two people and or more can decide to disagree as adults but it requires a functional adult body on the other end so let me get to the polyvagal theory guy and that's not the case for the achievement-based western person as Ram Das points out you're one up one down you're not in zero because your entire life when you began life you began to be socialized your parents had to teach you certain things based on culture some things were more okay than other things so see like me I was able to scream yelled whatever the heck I wanted as long as it wasn't physically endangering or disrespectful to my mother in and of it which did happen very few times I got spanked but it was always because of either life-threatening situation or having like really just you know drove in her crazy so to speak and that's one example and I don't even remember why she was going to spank me But that story I told you guys about where I was three, and I was like, you can't spank me, it's my body. (laughs) And she spanked me anyways. And then I went on to make my suitcase and I told her I was gonna leave her. And here, my twin sister went and hugged her while I was doing that and looked at her and said, Mommy, I will never leave you. Right there, people will laugh, giggle. Beneath that is the nervous system's response, guys. We both had already chosen what we would do when we would be challenged. Mine was, (laughs) what I did and I still do that but my twin sister was that one so the polyvagal theory doctor is trying to explain and in fact he calls rudeness biological rudeness there's no acknowledgement of the feelings but there's a way that you respond it's until you are not aware of your own body as it being the foundation of everything so the term biological rudeness he uses because he says most people are not intentionally trying to hurt each other it's a reaction right here when i think of those in situations where i've been in not 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 nice situations that's exactly what the life-sensitive person knows so they're not thinking of it as malice there is no intent you know when intent is there this is for those who are keen with the full visibility no ego because people in ego are get to that after if i remember the people who are life sensitive know that humanity is not your enemy and you know that there is you're really pretty clear about intent most of the time there's no intent because intent to the person who sees all in a way of life is the actual action planned -planned. pre-planned pre-planned action in a very specific way when it comes to politics i'm a political science major with a master's in international relations and diplomacy in case there's any new listeners so believe me when i say i've studied the death out of this stuff and it makes me very passionate because of the disappointment that then i became very clear on what i see out there and they're not a sad guru let's put it that way so they're not life sensitive um and anyone who's ego sensitive by the way is dumbed down because the minute you are in your defense mechanism is the minute you're not in your ventral vagal state it's the minute you are disengaged from the infinite higher human consciousness potential of you which means you're only going to use a certain amount of information now you could regurgitate the whole bible to me and everything you want the minute you're in ego is the minute you're blinded to your own ego And so that's about it for the life-sensitive person it is clear you are in confirmation bias cognitive dissonance you have taken your own side which is fine you are not clearly you're not in front of a clear mirror you're in front of a very tainted mirror making assumptions based on your own personal preferences that to the life-sensitive person is very clear that it is not truth that is bias and some will talk about this again taking sides we do not take sides the people that are joining in day in and day out to our episodes here. So keep your assumptions aside. Just look at reality the way it is. For the life-sensitive person, this is very simple because you're in your ventral vagal state and you're using your prefrontal cortex. So you are taking in the information that is in front of you in that moment And you are listening with open ears and you are going to tend to that situation. And see right here, I'm going to get calm again. Because I'm thinking of all the duality people that are in their egos, thinking that they're actually speaking the truth as they mistreat another person or a nation or anything. And they also have the audacity to be arrogant about it, to think they're right, to think they're right and this is any charge state. And this is a feeling for those who are in the feminine energy that you are being brought to bring to balance. Because every day I keep feeling the collective in this spot. And you guys have noticed this. So here is very clearly to bring compassion. The compassion that biological rudeness deserves because they are living by compulsion. This is not by choice. Uh, a choice is when you're conscious, and when people are in their limbic system, they're not conscious. They are possessed by their emotions and they're possessed by the reaction of a 10 12 month self body that chose how it would defend itself. The polyvagal theory doctor, his name is, if you want to look it up, now his book is very academic, so you may want to look. There's one version that was tra- not translated but used in a way that makes it more accessible and i do believe he wrote an updated copy to make it more accessible but it's dr stephen porges phd so the biological rudeness he mentions that he has created or coined this word because most people they don't have the intent to do harm they behave with the foundation of their decided nervous system which you again don't know because it's a reaction it's kind of like if you're getting if you get attacked you may freeze or you may try to fight you don't know which one it'll be and hopefully none of us have to find out what that's like um the i'm looking for my notes so he he goes on to talk about polyvagal theory shows how you uncover and get to the neurophysiological state And that's where you'll find that you can address the control. So for those who are controlling, okay, and it can be perfectionism, it can be anything. He's trying to say that beneath the layer is that nervous system. So it's shifting the neurophysiological state from a defense mode to a self-soothe or to a soothe, excuse me, mode, because the self-soothing is something different. We've talked about that one. That's where you realize a person can become sociable. So the underlying equation for behavior is not learned it's actually a systematic it's our nervous system and he says um, our historical psychology psychology science made a grave mistake he uses words he says mistake they made a mistake they started to assume that behavior was learned and they started to think that that is what would help a person become sociable or not and so they started to diagnose people's behavior with pathologies instead of realizing that there's this beneath the surface there's the nervous system Uh, so he says the notion of feeling safe is what allows a person to be sociable or not not the learned behavior which is what the psychology community built so when you see any person who's talking for example still at this point today 2022 of a narcissist as some evil scumbag they don't have the updated version of information they are still basing in fact their equation and their entire practice on this psychological assumption that behavior is learned versus realizing that beneath the behavior is a nervous system that is either feeling safe or it isn't and in the case of any type of aggressive behavior it's an unsafe body and this is what most humanity who is ego sensitive and anyone who's tuning in who's like no that's that's your ego sensitive because the life sensitive person in their heart like for me i was like okay yeah that's true going back to the story of as a child and then a teenager my constant question was why do people do this why can't they talk about stuff why can't they just be themselves (laughs) not realizing that I was picking up obviously on their pure soul because we're all a pure soul beneath the personality and knowing what their heart is because we're all that heart we're all those innocent life because that's what we are we're life it's not about not realizing what outside is it's knowing the foundation that ocean so the oneness consciousness um this is where those who again it's like yeah okay that gives me an answer you're life sensitive when i read dr bezel van der Kolk he gave me the key to he unlocked the mechanism because i had figured out the subconscious thanks to the foundation of psychology because learned behavior very easy to say okay they went through trauma or we got we got a bunch of different psychologists that explain how the subconscious works why your inner sweetness of life is not so sweet and here's the part of instead the nervous system and learning how its first response when the ego self feels threatened that's your mind it's not your consciousness it's not you this is your personality which eventually developed but the societal engagement you look to your parents this is why as Ramdas points out you're one up or one down until you get to zero you want to consider yourself enlightened spend two weeks with your family and I'm going to add to that this means spending two weeks of bliss with your family no matter what they say not feeling in your own body that they're offending you that you're being mistreated all of the things that people don't work through When they're getting treated certain ways because they're ignoring the fact that that is your nervous system's response. And the emotions that arise can be translated to heartbreak solely because you've got narratives that accompanied your life since you were a child, that gave you good guy, bad guy. To this day, people, and as long as you stay in the good guy, bad guy scenario, as long as you think of there being heroes and villains, you're not gonna get to oneness consciousness, you're not gonna get to 5D you might get to self-empowerment you won't see true full enlightenment the human way you won't vibe it you're not giving yourself a chance to vibe in compassion and so no matter what pieces of information i share with you from the body to spirituality to anything it doesn't matter one bit because anytime you're faced with heartbreak you're going to go to that story and your body is going to immediately do what staying in defense mode versus you realizing you're in defense mode and saying, wait, I don't need to defend, I'm not in a physical life threat. I'm dealing with those shackles. The shackles, I call them shackles because that's what they are to a free soul. Whenever people that I love have been unkind, it's never been about malice or intent in my body, heart, and mind. It's always been something very simple, not wanting to talk about it. Not being able to talk about it eventually is what comes forth. And then the part about obviously, it's just something they don't want to share, which means they don't want to share life with me, which means they don't enjoy each other and this bond, which means obviously we're not going to keep moving in a growth pattern together for everyone shall invest their time in the way that their ego self, their body will call them to. So if you're not wanting to share life with somebody, you're going to keep taking those actions, which is also why for those who are life sensitive, you know that that's not rejection. That's an actual dynamic that takes place naturally. And that that is how it's meant to be. You don't have heartbreak because you don't need those people. Your relationships are not need-based. They are based on the enjoyment of those people in your life. Which is also why, then, you know, you can long and miss them because you enjoy them. But there's the respect. If somebody does not enjoy your company, there's an actual respect to not use their very short life. We all have a short life to be engaged with them. For as quote unquote painful, it's not really painful because that's only the ego that makes that reminder, if you will, in the minute you are empowered enough to know that you and that person and people are not in a space of compatibility of enjoyment you are in a place of respect because that's what life sensitive people are in the being able to be functional adults and agree to disagree without harboring any type of resentment or vengeance because there's no hidden grief the person who realizes this sucks is the person who gets to be the grown-up and gets to be in a loving space and when they look at those people they don't see quote unquote the mistreatment because that's not what it is they know that those were all indications of them not enjoying company not wanting to share life with you and so on and so forth it's very simple and furthermore it's something you understand because choosing to be vulnerable requires the body of the person to feel safe this means they don't trust you either and that also is an indication of something that cannot be a relationship if you cannot feel safe with another person then they're not somebody that you feel you can grow with all of these elements for the life-sensitive person is not a bad thing because they again do not depend on their relationships they're not codependent on any of their relationships now whoever it is that's tuning in here that finds yourself there then again you're at peace with life with humanity there's a sense of peace you get passionate like I do because life is every day in a state of uh, danger and threat due to adaptive children and ego-sensitive people so let me finish reading to the polyvagal guy because i really wanted to get this out um he goes on to say so the mistake of the psychologist and the psychology science community he says we our body based on a polyvagal approach the feeling The feeling of safe with another is not a simple learning question. Okay, so it's not about what you're shown by the external, because your household may not be safe for you, by the way. It means the cues of safety are being communicated, okay, and that those cues shift the physiological state of the person and therefore then make the person accessible within the therapist client relationship he's trying to say when you have controlling people this is one of the examples because right now again we're learning about control and every person will no matter what anyone says every has chosen how to make their host you safe so you either get the memo and stop thinking of yourself as not human no we're all human and you all have the same physiological response or you know you can stay in your spiritual bypass or in this idea that there's something different we're, we all have the same foundation we all work a similar way this isn't a truth this is something that will be updated they're even still needing to update our brain scans or whatever they were talking about having to uh, change the way they have the brain laid out for their students because with mris and technology they're seeing how it functions and there's different aspects that they're uncovering of how it works so just fyi but what i'm trying to get at is we all have a nervous system and we all have a way that our ego self develops that attachment theory is very important six months and keep this in mind because i'm going to read some stuff from Saguru, where as he was talking about this i was like wow he must he must know about the attachment theory but by six months your body knows it must attach to someone otherwise it will not survive which is why the inner sweetness of life is something that you can begin to choose once you begin to become conscious of you and you are life you is consciousness you are not your personality okay so inner sweetness of life is all about you knowing that those feelings that oxytocin gene that love hormone it's in your body and it will be engaged when you're in a ventral vagal state when you're in your parasympathetic nervous system state your soothe state so that would be when you're taking those moments of life and instead of reacting instead of being possessed by that limbic system you name it you label the emotion you name you label the experience but it's not labeling as you give it a title when you're done you start experiencing okay i'm going through this Very important moment of grief, you acknowledge the truth. My ego self has been bruised, but you go steps further. The body element information is very important for my community. You want to keep in mind what I'm about to read to you. We all have beneath our behavior, a defense mechanism, period. If you feel safe, you will stay calm. When I get passionate, I'm automatically quote unquote, not safe. I know this. I've always known this. Now I know it even better, which means I can, if I choose, disengage from it better. And that's where you do yourself a service if you start practicing that because otherwise you're still going to do the same reactions over and over again. So you stay in a stagnant place as a person. It's not good or bad, but for those who are looking to continuously grow, guys, it's a continuous journey for real. And it's amazing, by the way more you learn about everything the more it gets exciting so here he goes on to say for the psychiatrist when you're having and dealing with a person who obviously will not make themselves accessible because they start to get hyper and he and and you can tell from their voice because the voice is an indication of the physiological state our laryngeal or laryngeal and pharyngeal nerves are part of the vagal nerves and just like the vagal pathways to the heart when our heart loses its vagal tone so when you're not engaged in ventral vagal guys when you're not with that vagal, your heart rate goes faster Your voice becomes higher pitched, it's more scratchy, it loses the warmth of intonation and facial expression becomes flat. I think of this thing because my family, when I get all hyped up with them, (laughs) I have this screechy voice. And I've told you more than once for the regular listeners, I understand why I'm in defense mode with my family because I had to listen and 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 compromise and basically do based on others and I'm a person who owns my own body heart and mind as the three-year-old told my mother you cannot spank me because it's my body and so I instead was imprisoned as all of us are in a household luckily for me I wasn't pummeled to death and made to be afraid and so i was able to get to this place and share with you guys something like this because the screechy voice is something that i was like okay that makes a lot of sense because i'm still reliving my wounded child which had to put up with this shit quote unquote it's not shit obviously once you're an adult you realize it but that's the part of the body Understanding that you are first and foremost your nervous system's response this is very important to helping you to stop shaming yourself or being in a place of judgment with your behavior. Behavior is not learned, the learning comes after, quote unquote. What's at the foundation is did you feel safe or not in your household? And safety means a ventral vagal state. And none of us had a completely ventral vagal state because when we were getting yelled at, for something that was endangering that is the first time we experienced the physiological state of shame so if you had a parent that then socialized you furthermore and so would only applaud to you when you did good the way they wanted you to do then you have learned a physiological response of shame to anything that was not good and even if you're a rebel you still have a defense mechanism that's what makes people rebels when people go out in any type of extreme they're not seeing the truth person who tells me go vegan i go fuck you excuse me no i don't tell them that but that's what my mind thinks because i have the environment in mind and i ain't needing to go extreme to help the environment that is a person who's regurgitating and has labeled and identified with some shackle they think it's gold guess what i'm a free soul you do what you want let me do what i want And here's that further step. Those who think they're being spiritual because they're following some scripture from some book they read. Because those are the... If you are following scripture, you are not an independent thinker. Don't don't kid yourself. Stop thinking of yourself as independent because you're basing your whole life on scripture. It's not about denying pieces of information. these are two different things. guess what every body is different I know what my body needs I listen to it and I don't need to be told what to eat I know what my body wants to eat so a person who takes ownership of themselves in a way of being a free consciousness doesn't have shackles they see right through them and they get irritated but they'll be nice about it when other people want to come they're claiming in some arrogant ass way to think they know what's best for you. They're also furthermore claiming to be some type of saint, quote unquote. And they are completely blinded by their own ego, not to mention being biologic. That's right there, biological goodness. There you go. So they don't really realize that they're following a scripture because they're trying to figure out how to live a life that makes them happy and they attach a label because now that they're conducting themselves as the mimic of a guru who is an actual guru or anyone who's the actual spiritual leader this is where I would say most of those leaders sigh with patience and compassion knowing exactly what's taking place and they'll keep trying to share their wisdom in a general sense not a one-on-one sense because obviously they they probably don't have that time. But any type of anxiety or anger or any frustration, that's why even when we get passionate, gets you to, you're starting to get highly mobile. Well, anxious is highly mobilized. I'm assuming that there's different levels of mobilization. So just remember that your body has three states. It's either in safety or threat or life threat. So ventral vagal state is safety the threat is the hyper aroused which can be anger anxiety the life threat is hypo aroused which is those who have apathy numbness okay and when you remember the different responses of our nervous system collapse uh, submit please appease attach cry for help you actually understand the chemistry of each as well At least in a very general sense so feeling safe with others is not simple learning okay people treat each other the way they treat each other not because they want to be mean to each other there's a way of them behaving from their nervous system that they're disregarding because the pop psychology doesn't present this to them and even if they hear this they're still assuming that because an an individual is behaving a certain way that that individual is toxic an asshole mean they have this intent that intent they're all up and in their little stories okay and we'll get to that in a minute the other element that he mentions is about the psychiatrists being adults and when he says that I kind of giggled because all of us actually can be this to each other and most people aren't, and they're calling themselves adults when they're making lists of demands or really lists of judgment upon another human being that are unfair because they're basically, again, people like to tell each other, here's who I want you to be, and then you're okay to me. Otherwise, I don't want you. So those of you tuning in here, stop doing that if you still do that and start realizing that one you don't have to be around those people two you're nobody to tell a person who to be or not to be period three if you really want to set an example set the example of peace because that's going to save the planet not choosing a side people have different opinions we all respect that but the life sensitive person has one opinion there is very some there's something very specific that we want to save and it's what allows us to experience sweetness of life everything else are all distractions but hey egos can keep living their 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 stuff nobody's gonna tell somebody don't go try make that million don't go try and have all those cars don't go try and have you know your codependent really go have all of it but while you're having that if you really want to help the world well how about you remember that we are a globe so we might as well try and work with what we got so that we can get going somewhere and just keep living life instead of Picking fights and, you know, people again, claiming that they're making a difference when they're not. They're perpetuating the very same unbalanced dynamic, which would be unbalanced. It's very simple because people aren't talking about peace together. They're doing everything but talking about peace together. They're judging each other and picking sides. That's not talks about peace. So when he shares with his psychiatry community, because he is assuming he's talking to mostly practitioners that are psychiatrists, even though he says, whether you're a mentor, coach, here's what you want to understand. So immediately if a person is um, acting in a way of wanting to control, it's not by rationalizing. They're not looking they're not hearing you. They're already in defense mode. Their body is in threat or life threat. It is not that's it. There is no safety. It's, if there's safety, then there's open dialogue. The, this is very simple guys, okay? Get it in your head. Anytime somebody's not wanting to communicate, they're not safe with you. Doesn't mean you're a problem, doesn't mean they're a problem. The point is their body is not safe with you. Their tone's gonna show it, their experience everything's gonna show it. So you want to be enlightened, you want to be empowered, you want to be a 5D person, first thing is compassion. So you realize that obviously the reaction is non-safety, very simple. Two, you're trying to explain to them something isn't gonna help anything because you need to back off. I didn't know this, now that I know this, is very important for when I'm picking up cues from people's personalities. In any context but especially as the mentorship program is something very important to me it's something good to know about the physiological responses because it's the ability to tend to the individual openly by the way because the body element is something that's integral but learning how to express is important because if somebody is feeling unsafe it's not by like he says trying to rationalize it it's really about you you guys tuning in here to take a step back and evaluate and and, it, and I can't give you more than that because it's a case-by-case case example you have to be in the situation but learn to sit with the feeling of compassion learn to sit with neutrality and not to react and he's trying to say don't react sit with what is happening because if you get upset he's saying you're going to justify your reaction but your reaction is not one of the adults your reaction is going to be uh, a quid for quo instead he says you don't want to result in a quid for quo and the minute you are experiencing rude treatment he's talking about when people get mean with you because it can happen like with those people again in my life that i love the life sensitive person again knows this is not personal in the way of that person being mean there is something beneath the surface and it's an indication of a defense mechanism so you don't respond with aggressiveness And in the moment, you are enabling someone to treat you like shit, quote-unquote, because here's the ego-sensitive people who stay in 4D. They keep staying there. They don't realize that nobody's treating anybody like shit. Any person who's misbehaving is in defense mode. This is what I'm trying to help you to get very clear on from their body, their nervous system. Okay, so... He says, the minute you are accepting, so to speak, this behavior in a safe way, obviously, guys, so let's be reasonable here. It's never about physical endangerment. I know I better spell this out just in case there's anybody new. We're talking about conversations and situations that are exchanges that happen regularly between loved ones all the time. The empathy is immediately there when you're able to sit as somebody is being aggressive towards you knowing that the body is involved so that reaction is a lack of safety is key to you knowing not to respond in any way shape or form and not to rationalize because they're again not listening to you When the brain is on anger, anxiety, or the hyper-hypo, they're not listening to you. They're dumbed down, I'm going to say it, but not because they're dumb, because they're actually defending their body already from you. And they don't want to talk to you or whatever it is, okay? They're maybe yelling at you. doesn't matter how good or bad this gets, quote-unquote, in the safe space. So we're talking about exchanges of dialogue. So he says, this isn't about empathy because you're already empathic if you're allowing a certain type of situation to happen if someone's yelling at you and you're listening it's about uh respecting the biological rudeness of the client for what it is so it's really just knowing that they're reacting out of defense even the ones who are if we want to bring into the mind the malignant narcissist those have intent as it's been explained but that is a defense mechanism of that person that continued to develop as they grew up and so still the person who's life sensitive will know this. they will know it from their body because it's not a physical life threat this is an exchange vengeance is the lazy brother or whatever of grief so it's it's that to the body they, they know that that's grief being presented in a certain format so you learn to be compassionate as you are in this position of being um, treated a certain way, and the adult person tries to be supportive and present, which is exactly like when I found myself in that situation that I tried to do. It was always with open vulnerability, compassion when given the chance, because sometimes there wasn't that chance. But there was still the empathy, the being able to understand that that reaction and actions are all defense mechanisms. And even when I've met the intent to get out of something, because it's happened at least twice in my life, I knew I could empathize and understand why the people did what they did. Obviously, from a personal perspective, so from Maria's perspective, there's a different way that those things could have gone because there's a choice always in in what you do. And the intent to inflict suffering upon another is not something that is actually going to sit well with any person's heart. Those people, in fact, are not happy people. Uh, they're very miserable people and it's unfortunate because all of our hearts know when we've hurt someone so if you remember the episode where we're talking about self-forgiveness for people who actually have hurt and you know you're still hurting someone self-acceptance self-forgiveness knowing it's not your fault you had a defense mechanism you still might have one in play Learn about it, work with your inner uh, ego self, work with your nervous system. Get yourself to a sense of safety in your engagements with people so you can stop yelling at them, being rude to them, the biological rudeness. Stop using societal chains, stop labeling humanity. Stop labeling yourself. You're an adult now, you don't need to be taught what it means to be nice or not. You, You could have started to simply be nice on your own, but you know, again, teenager, different stories you're watching different assumptions you're making and most people are ego sensitive not life sensitive because your first nervous system's response societal engagement got you to follow a leader this begins with your parents and you attach to someone if you were life sensitive you didn't you actually reacted very differently and those who are that know unconditional love as you're tuning in here right now again i don't need to explain it to you immediately you're like yep i know humanity's not evil you've always known this medieval evil shit it's, that's what it was like in my heart i knew this then i now as an adult i can say it as a kid i didn't have the ability to say it because i was being taught it i don't feel that i'm trained either by the way or that i was repressed in any way the system exists for a reason we need to learn first how to live. So now that you know that on the bottom of that is your own nervous system that said okay or not okay, and that you're feeling it's either stayed in zero where you know your worth, your acceptance of you, so you're okay with being yourself and all the imperfections, not as a rebel, not as an arrogant ass, as somebody who can actually smile and say, oh, you don't like me, oh, I'm sorry oh i didn't know that this is what we were dealing with let me hi bye thank you you gracefully and with respect thank the people and move on in a way that is not again hurt malignant there's nothing that your ego is holding on to because your ego is not even involved you didn't build that relationship based on ego the life sensitive person anyone else who may think fair and fair no this no that that's ego sensitive it's not good or bad it's a different place to be that's the masculine energy and that is right now what's very key for humanity to stop utilizing because the heart has the truth the truth is as the functional adult in their ventral vagal state because that's where the heart is at when it's clear and safe it actually has the ability to function at its optimal as well as the mind with no assumptions but just the information that's coming in in the moment now and that's what makes those people transformational leaders because it's in the now that you're going to move to tomorrow not with the past which is instead what most people do they function based on their history which attaches you to that so yeah you're going to repeat cycles over and over and over and over and over again That gets quite boring for the person who sees more, which is where we're going to head. That lovely having inner sweetness of life. So no more shackles. And those who move forward, and you're moving forward now because the lovely infinite spirit, consciousness, universe, call it what you will. This is that ascension stuff, guys. When people talk about 5D, it's an actual thing, but it's not a thing in the way that people think it is because heaven is from within you. And this is why I still remember that piece of information that I read that said most people will think the world is going to shambles the 5d person will know that's not the case and some of us are there we know that's not the case we know that we're leading ourselves to next transformation it's natural for any person to be in a place of unease because things are changing around them but here's the thing 5d doesn't life doesn't change the existence is always experiential and that doesn't change because it's like air I've I've compared this to you more than once or shared this comparison with you the essence of life is pure love it's pure flow it's pure innocence it's it's there's no fear there's opinions of where life could be there's two different things there's no fear because the other thing is that life which is what we all are will always go towards life death is a part of a cycle of life and so if let's say the majority of humanity doesn't awaken to higher consciousness that means that that's the choice of that life expression i've finished my coffee so supportive and present is what the person who enters their inner sweetness of life is you're able to be treated certain ways not because you're a doormat the people who think that are still ego sensitive okay and we'll break that down in a minute maybe but the person who's life sensitive knows and now you have the biology the physiology of why a person will behave the way they behave they're not in a safe space and so if you're going to be supportive and present this doesn't mean telling them what to do it doesn't mean you being right it doesn't mean anything except for you being quiet respectful and then you decide now obviously none of you guys are counselors mentors or maybe if some of you are then this will help you if none of you are in your own interrelationships what you want to do is understand this and then here's the other thing because it is about making your life amazing the inner growth mindset to try and help you to get to your well-being because i've told this to more than one person that comes and says but how but this but that and i'm like it's very simple You choose your relationships. Once you're grown up, you can even choose to disengage from your entire family. Nobody's gonna say anything except for you because you're gonna be the one who's gonna decide based on your shackles, if you still have shackles. Sad Guru, he's talking about toxic people because he gets asked this question, how to deal with them. He goes on to say, you see something about them, so it's not about their nature, it's about yours. Your eyes, your mind, your heart, your body, You choose if to make them pleasant or not pleasant. So he says, make up your mind and look at others like you would look at you. And then he goes on to say, I want you to pinpoint when you've hit one of the highest moments of sweetness in your life and to make that the baseline. And then he goes on to share how that sweetness of emotion that you have. And I think he's talking to teenagers because he mentions... Teenagers and hormones, but it might have also been just a bunch of different clips together because I could notice that there were like pauses, or it seems you know, like when somebody cuts something and adds different. He does so many speaking engagements that it makes sense that somebody could do that. So he says, Your eyes, your mind, your heart, your body, it's yours, and it can be wonderful the same way it doesn't have to be. Now he goes on to say, You read romantic books, you saw movies, and this is true. All of that is a part of our upbringing and it still is i mean i think of my niece and nephew and i and i hope that they will be open and receptive to conversing with me because i hope to help them to get to a state of wisdom from life versus ego sooner than later just because there's no reason for them to have to go through this type of unnecessary suffering that humanity as adults still wants to claim it's because that's how life is the sweetness of life comes from within you period it's very simple for those who don't have shackles obviously for those who are life sensitive the ego sensitive has a harder time because you're trying to figure it out with your mind the mind is the very place that is keeping you quote unquote in this duality now, i'm telling you to go to neutrality for a minute then explore your feelings and explore your thoughts and your emotions and know that you're the center of it all and that your reaction is a reaction. You can talk about data points all you want every day. I think of data points when I think of the world and the economy, I laugh, it seems like monopoly. This is why the whole holographic principle, I don't think it has to be that way, it really is. People keep talking about countries as if they must go and conquer land versus realizing that nature grows without any conquering like dude do you not realize that humanity began thinking began asking why began doing stuff and they began finding answers for it plain and simple societal culture there's another book you want to read let me see i think i have it here in my library i don't see it yet anyways i have a great book for you it's a sociology book it's a bit of a it's a bit it's for the master level so it is for sociology students but i'm happy to suggest it to you guys if you are looking to read anything i have to find it but i think it's called social construct something like that so long story short what i'm trying to say is a life sensitive person is just like this is all of what people are arguing about is bullshit, and it risks lives every day and it distracts from what really needs to be done However, at the same time, here's where when you remember truly that life doesn't ever lead itself to anywhere, that is a bad place, because there ain't bad. There's duality in two different things. In a different you're in a very different mindset. So this is that part, inner sweetness is a part of your constant in that you do love life. There's pure love in your heart there's pure love the essence of life and you understand these shackles why they're gold not gold so i will get to the ego sensitive aspect at a certain point but for now to finish up with what Sadhguru is saying he says about these books these movies and it's exactly that when i think of my teenage years and when i think of now all i see is the same representation of what life is and this is why there are codependent relationship people all over the place and maybe it's not a relationship it can be their car it can be their life with work excuse me they're codependent because in the absence of those things those items they would not be in a state of whatever that is because they're not even in a state of bliss with that they're in roller coasters saying that life is shitty and ups and downs and using cliche. They're teenagers that are adults, adaptive emotionally, children. But here's the answer to why this, this doesn't become clear. So let me finish with the message here. You see these books, these movies, they all talk about you know romance and or relationships and so life is thought of as relationships let me finish okay and then we'll get to because obviously our relationships do make our lovely life interesting but the point is relationships are not what life is okay so you're always thinking of life as a relationship this is what he's speaking okay and then he says you didn't have a relationship before you're born or even you know even with your mother before you were born and he says and i'm gonna get crap about this and as he's speaking this i'm like yes i've personally since i was a child i've been aware of this aspect and i'll share the tidbit in a minute so he says you don't have a relationship you have an existence relationships came out of your needs for survival and it's as he's saying this that my mind goes to Our attachment defensive state, what I learned from the psychologists themselves of our mammalian heritage. One of the guys, doctors, specifically points this out. We've talked about it before, where our attachment, our need to attach came from when we would, or our need to belong, excuse me, because this was during the class of belonging, different classes for eight weeks. And it was that if you got kicked out of your tribe, you'd have to fend for yourself. Sadhguru obviously has these pieces of information because as he's speaking this, he says, you want our existence, which is what we all are. A person who is life sensitive, already knew this, a person who you may be ego sensitive. You are life means you're an essence of life. It's your feelings. It's a lot of things. It's not one note. You trying to identify is simply the mind not understanding. Life is your existence you have the human elements yes your upbringing your framework that's part of how you contemplate things that's part of how you make sense of things that's not what you are you are the feeling of pure love of pure bliss of pureness and you can even associate neutrality because at the very beginning of growing this awareness your ego self your mind wants to still understand if you can allow your body to go to neutrality you allow yourself to access your infinite higher human consciousness potential and you start to self-regulate you can achieve self-empowerment you can achieve a constant 5d state which is you consistently in compassion physiologically you can achieve enlightenment and or a constant obviously adding of enlightenment Because that's where we're doing it the human way in our day-to-day not going out into the middle of the mountain to close yourself off but actually within your relationships within the world within your career within your stuff and that's what it is it's stuff that's not what you are though so relationships came out of your needs the basis needs of survival it is because of needs that relationships come to be and you either become conscious that you are existence or not now the peak of experience that you have held ever when he's, he's talking about the sweetness of life keep that as your baseline and then consistently allow yourself to build upon that so relationships right here they are based on needs in fact before we are born we don't have that and even when you're born when you look at the attachment theory six months is when you will attach to whoever tends to you and he adds when he's saying parents think that their child goes to them but if you give your child to somebody else they will attach to that it's a basic survival need and they will this is true the reason a parent will be oh this is mine this is that cultural being taught but it's ego based as well this is possession this is not right or wrong guys love is always present for that is what we are but here's the thing that presence is not selective okay the only thing that is selective is the aspect of duality which is what the ego self the mind is in so person who is a parent who's triggered and, and again the community that we're building i'm pretty certain none of you are that but any person and i've seen the triggers i know the triggers this is where again the minute you are life sensitive you know when a body is being triggered which means their ego's been hit which means their belief's been hit which means back off because they're already defending what their one truth is No, that child is mine i love them they know who i am this is our relation this is what makes this relationship special this is what makes my life special in fact Sadhguru guru goes on to say for example you experience the most sweet moment of life with your child then keep that as the baseline but he says but remember it's not the actual child this is a feeling you have relationships are based on needs as long as you are not aware of the fact of them which is why i'm presenting to this so a mother a person in your life friends in your life you can use whatever names you want the life sensitive person knows these are deep connections and or connections because you feel the oneness consciousness and if you are entered in that state of enlightenment visibility wise and consistently moving towards compassion towards your loved ones and the world at large all people all life form what this means is you start to know oneness consciousness in your peripheral view guys it's it's your own thing it's not to be necessarily shared you will share it with people who are empowered at the very least and our community we're a growing community of people who see the world with love so with our community as well obviously you always know i'm accessible for those one-on-one programs if you're wanting mentorship but i'm also accessible as a person that you can have some form of more enlightening conversation with on the love you hold for humanity because it really is a buzzkill when you're enjoying life And those of us who are life-sensitive, we do, not because we don't see what the world is doing. We know how we want to help the world. It's two different things. We're proactive. We have faith in humanity. We have faith in ourselves. We know imperfections exist. We're okay with that. We don't have conditions. You'd ever say, I don't like you. I don't want to talk to you ever again. That doesn't come out of your mouth. It doesn't come out of your heart. It doesn't come out of any inch of you in any way, shape, or form at all it doesn't matter who we're talking about it's something that doesn't exist in a 5d self-empowered enlightened body guys and you don't need to be a guru to be in this state this is the point there are those of us who are already in this place of existence we know it and that's why it is pure love and i hate having to add words to love because love is a very simple feeling that everybody feels from within them. And if I have to break it down chemically, it's you in your ventral vagal state. It's you in a sense of safety within your own body, which is very, quote unquote, easy to obtain once you've seen through the illusion of that lovely Seven of Cups where you start thinking of things as, well, which one's the shiniest? That's all, if somebody dies tomorrow, None of what they have in possession is taken with them. Not their title, not their... their, their they become unknown, quote-unquote. They stay with the loved ones, but they are out in the, in the unknown. They're gone. <clears throat> the inner sweetness of life is your everyday. And relationships are not what guide that level of love. It's different. So, one our soul connections, because I'm talking to a group of people that know this, right? We talked with the alchemist and where she shares with us, but so does a sad guru and so does that one other science guy that's very, very old and I don't remember his name, but about the us being a dimension within. And so our soul is a dimension or our consciousness or I any mean, of you or a dimension in and of yourself. And when you interact with any people, one-on-one, you have a different way of feeling with them. Excuse me. So remembering that relationships were created by societal construct, but that the essential foundation, as our mammalian heritage shows, is survival. So the attachment theory shows that a child will attach to whichever figure tends to it, not necessarily the mother. It's whichever figure will go to it when it's crying, and that's who they'll look to. This is why, to me, it completely makes sense when siblings, when children have their own siblings and the second or third they look up to each other because they're relating to the person who's similar to them this is something also natural while the first always looks up to the parent because they only had that so they attach to the parent but their siblings are attaching to them because the the kids might this is not you know we can't make generalized statements but again when you do look at sibling rivalry it's something very specific for reasons but putting all of that to the side back to our soul connections you will never feel the same exact chemistry with other people there's always unique to one-on-one and the person who's in a 5d state of consciousness recognizes this but it's not in a way of making any one more special than the other which is what people who are still trying to find their sweetness of life in another will be in So here's that part remember i told you in the past i've had many people say or comment on things that i wasn't asking for their comments but you do know that people in general will always have more of their ego in the forefront they're not really listening to what you're saying so you get used to that one for the 5d person and it's not in a bad way because, again, your personality, their personality, you're exchanging it. So it's, it's something that you know is natural of humanity to exchange their opinions. But it's funny when they think of themselves. This is the part of when you meet people who are ego sensitive and in spiritual bypass. That's the minute you're always going to cringe because they're doing something in a way that is arrogant. And pompous and they're thinking of themselves as enlightened they're not saying it but they're actually feeling it because they're schooling you like when I got scolded on my unconditional love as if it were violence and I'm thinking wow obviously you don't know what unconditional love is or just being loving because that word doesn't coexist with love violence is an act of aggression Nowhere is somebody who's being sweet an act of aggression. It may be, what's the word? Maybe an an, an even imposition. (laughs) Because it is true that somebody can feel it as an imposition. But an act of violence means you think you can't defend yourself. And when it comes to acts of kindness or sweetness or love or whatever it is you want to put in that equation that is kind, There's the availability to say no, thank you. But there's ways you say no, thank you that are straight. And then there's ways that people don't say no, thank you, which is what was also, by the way, taking place. So it's like, I didn't get that memo, but you've made the memo very clear now, but it's laughable because love and kindness are not violence. So here's the other example, because my family always has shared with me that this way of loving people can be misunderstood and a lot of different things. <laughs> and, and I laugh because, you know, the thing is, it's, it's funny for somebody to use a word, again, not funny, but I, the, the inability to see the truth of people when they use their words as adults. Because I, I accept from teenagers the inconsistencies, I, not the adult. Not the adult who's claiming to be spiritual, not the adult who's living a life that they think is enlightened. That person, the minute they use a word such as violence, is the minute I'm like, yeah, obviously spiritual bypass all over the place. Uh, And I'm not even going to use my time to try and expand on anything. There's nothing to expand on here. Nothing. There's a whole mirror, a veil, like an illusion, like, wow. So, What I was trying to get at here is my family's told me, my mother particularly, that I'm too much. I've always said, I am me, and somebody doesn't have to be my friend if they don't like me. They just need to say so, and I'll be okay with that. None of us are too much when we are life sensitive, when we're okay with being our personality, which is what the inner growth mindset gets you to explore to stop thinking of yourself as imperfect and to start realizing we're all quote-unquote imperfect to somebody, to those people that claim my love to be inappropriate or whatever it is their words, because this is where it's a generalized statement. What I'm making, it's, it's not an exact. The violence part is a specific incident that I'm thinking of where that word stood out to me. But in general, I can tell you throughout my entire years of life, there are people that have made it clear indirectly where they're like, this is anomalous, but that's because they, as Sadhguru points out, uh, base their life on relationships, meaning the sweetness of life doesn't come from within them. It comes based on their dependency, whether it be a relationship with one individual, or they're labeled like what they are as a career or they're whatever it's an ego that's an ego sensitive person that's a person who take away that thing and you've just destroyed them essentially not in the physical sense in the emotional sense people who have not mastered their own body yet because it's your body your nervous system and your mind so you haven't started to engage with self-compassion or compassion in and of itself, but you're in judgment, you are in your limbic system. You're going to be in your temporal junction. You're going to be in the ego with the suffering, period. You're not in neutrality. So it's not a wiggle room thing. And however people wanna break it down to you, if they're not in spiritual bypass, they will tell you the same thing in a different way, but they'll say, yeah, you're in the driver's seat. No empowering leader will say you're not. Those are the weed group leaders. If they give you an answer to everything and they say, come follow me, I'll lead you to somewhere. Yeah, that's not an empowered leader. An empowering leader says, I'm here to support. We're here to support. Let's walk this path together. We're all equals. We're all lovable. We're all, we're all. That's empowering leader because they're actually life sensitive, by the way, as well. So. Anytime someone wants to talk about an act of kindness as if it's an imposition is when you can tell that that's an opinion in and of itself, which is why it's automatically what's the word one-sided. <clears throat> because two-sided means here's me and here's you, and here's what I'm asking. This is my way of loving, and I see this is your way of loving, and they don't match, and so. Because of this, my request is that you disengage completely. There's a way for people to be clear, but clarity only comes when people are calm. To be calm means you must be centered. To be centered must mean you know about your own ego and you know about your own choices and that you know you live in a world with others. This is what it means to be a functional adult. You don't react. You actually can stop, sit, think, and respond accordingly. It is something that you choose to do and it isn't something that we get taught, even though now we are getting taught it. There's a lot of different things we could say about that. However, for purposes of what we're talking about and you being able to tap into that inner sweetness of life, these are the opportune moments. I responded with thanks to those attacks because I respect, because the attack simply made it clear, we disagree on modalities, that is all. And disagreeing on modalities of love is not a bad or good thing. It is. Understanding, for me, how society works with the shackles of gold is very clear. They are those types of people, period. I am not. Those who are free souls do not engage in that. Your deep connections are your deep connections, and they stay that way. We've talked about this more than once. So in these cases, for example, there are different types of elements that I could address. I don't want to, but all I'm going to say is that those deep connections that unfortunately we didn't have the ability to actually have clarity because there was none in any way shape or form our loved ones and have taught me a lot and still teach me. When I share with you these experiences, I get to share with you something that if it happens to you, you'll be able to dress with clarity of heart and mind and that makes me very happy because that means your body won't go through the experience in a way of being desperately trying to figure out why someone you love so dearly and they love you is doing something like that to you is choosing not to talk about things the biggest aspect of defense mechanisms are the fact that people don't trust each other immediately. When you trust you and another, you know that you want to try and be supportive and present and to help that situation to take a specific course of harmony. It's not about staying on the same page. It's about being able to agree to disagree kindly to each other as adults would. Because we're talking about adults again deep connections stay on the page so remember my ambivalent attachment friend and here's why why i'm also transitioning to this because our deep connections we will always be nudged towards them in time so remember from the alchemist some are lifelong some are coming going at the end of the day there is no rule book the oneness consciousness people once you get here you know that What this means is nothing's set in stone, guys. We're all energy in motion, and we're all life in motion. And so there are no blocking off, cutting off, not cutting off. Obviously, the people who stay in the metaphysics realm and in the duality realm will keep living those experiences. I'm not catering or talking to or mentoring that. That's not the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. I can talk about it and help you to identify where you're at, If you want because we have plenty of references that we can use but here's the part you're not a label you're you and and wanting to be you means disengaging from labels what people are trying to do when they're trying to understand who they are is you're still trying to meet somebody's expectation it's not your inner world the inner sweetness of life is you okay but I can walk you through that I can support you through that I know how to Support the mind because it's never been a bad thing to want to understand. In my book, this is why I'm friends with the ego, it's not a bad thing. It's only natural for somebody to say, Hey, I don't like you. But to say it clearly is what those who are life sensitive have always been able to do. And they don't understand why a person that is on the other end isn't when you are also picking it up, which is what most intuitive people do. So the ambivalent attachment friend we were able to agree to disagree and in the past three four days even five since the portal since the new moon and the portal i've been being nudged by source because we're one energy okay and how do you know you're being nudged there's a difference between being nudged and you being the one who's contemplating something because of its importance to you the difference is the nudge the nudge of of source if you will will be soft and subtle and it will be how can i put this it won't have a specific feeling that pulls you it's like a magnet that slowly or like the ocean right you know how the waves go in and out and even that it's a soft ocean As if it's a strong ocean then that's different it wants to drag you down not necessarily drag you down because the ocean's trying to but you know that's like if you're not a good swimmer right you, and you're in a in an ocean that is very terminalist you might end up drowning unfortunately so the nudge is very subtle it's a hint it's like you walking by those lovely orange flowers the ones the orange blossoms that give off a smell but it's only if you catch the right wind it's like that there is no force and it's hints of it. So the past days, that's what's been happening very short bursts of this person. Um, same thing happened with other souls that are deep connections. And obviously here's the part, when you are intuitive and updated, we all know what ascension is and what's going on in a way that allows us to know why. So right now is a very important time and the souls that grow together come together this is what it is so you're going to be nudged towards those like I said it's very subtle and so I was able to pick up because I pay attention and I know the difference what's the difference like I said there's the connections that are of a different type of pull and that's Something we're not gonna talk about today because there's no need to do that one. It's about you being able to identify the soft nudges. And here's the other note. If you're not paying attention, universe, source, I should call it, I don't know what to call it actually, but let's just talk about it as our gut feelings and intuitions and uh, you know, dreams or moments of the day, okay? So we'll, we'll break it down that way it'll keep coming and coming and coming like with the one friend that I'm friends now with that is the woman who was with my teenage boyfriend they cheated on me and then they got together and they stopped talking to me that whole story so that I'm going to get to meet up with her daughter that person throughout the years of our entire once I began being tapped into this place of uh, infinite consciousness with the 5D stuff and the dreams with in this case with her because my peers would say no don't do it no don't do it because of that societal label that they had i didn't have it i didn't have no problem being friends even right after what went down they chose not to talk to me it wasn't the other way around i was ready to say hello we were crossing we were walking the same street and I was ready to say hello and she turned her face so she turned her face to not look at me which made me know okay she doesn't want to talk to me and when I told the story to my friends they are like how would you want to why would you want to talk to her why wouldn't you want to you know And, and they use this expression in Italian like which is where you would drag somebody across the street and I'm like why would I do that they didn't do anything wrong they 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 fell in love, they took a person that wanted them back anyways. Like there was nothing wrong with what went down. The only thing they could have done better was just to be honest about it. But the part about being honest requires a person to have confidence in themselves. You are only confident in yourself if you're centered in yourself. And right now I'm talking about being able to be in pure love, genuine, and not afraid of what judgment comes your way which is where being yourself with your imperfections is not about being an asshole, it's about being able to say, this is how I am, I'm sorry you don't like it. And sometimes it's not an I'm sorry, it's like, you know what, fuck you, screw you. Not in those ways, but sometimes it can become like, wow, how dare you say that I'm an ugly person. Being able to stand up for yourself in a kind way with a slight hint of fuck you is, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes gonna come out. It's not because you judge the other people. It's because you respect, you're respect. you respecting yourself. And respecting yourself is something that society doesn't teach you to do as an adult. And luckily, with the ventral vagal state and the polyvagal theory and detachment the theory and all that other stuff, humanity is getting an, a 101 one, one on, one on how to actually be in zero self-worth and to do that one day. To be able and neutrally say, Fuck you you don't say fuck you but you're saying i love who i am how i am and i'm sorry that you don't like me for who i am it's great knowing you sorry for having wasted your time and obviously my time because when you realize the lack of again appreciation towards the genuineness that a person is we are always that every one of us this is why it's not a competition relationships when they're not based on needs are not competitions let me specify because there are differences those who are ego sensitive don't have relationships based on just the pure joy they have them because of needs. and so anytime there's hurt feelings there's hurt egos for the life-sensitive people like in this case they're walking by I was ready to say hello because I had no problem with them I have no problem with love I was happy that they were happy <laughs> the way they went about it they could have done better But, you know, it's hard for people, apparently, to be honest with each other. Yes, and it's not about treating, again, or being a specific way, actually speaking. Hey, I I did this because this is what I want in life. But that was teenagers, so I was like, ah, emotionally immature can be part of it. Now there's adults, they still do the same thing that they would have done as a teenager. sensitive adult finds that quite awkward not to mention petty not to mention not adult-like and a lot of other things that are unnecessary to sit with let's sit with compassion and remembering that it's the defense mechanism and that brings you to stay in compassion and to lead ourselves to for the feminine energy for those of you who are life sensitive yourself to compassion and so all acts of unkindness of meanness of anyone accusing you of anyone in their ego pay attention to your body's reaction because that's where immediately of course our own egos are involved and choose if you're going to go down the enlightenment path or if you want to stay in another soul age group so the example of the ambivalent attachment friend and the nudging with the other person it was The dreams kept coming more and more because i was not being supported in my desire to stay friends with the individuals by my community not to mention the same individuals obviously did not want to be friends with me so that would have been an imposition so i was forced by quote unquote, it's never a force. But those dreams, when they came, they just got louder. So every time that happened throughout the years, I would then reach out because we did exchange numbers. So we have each other's contacts. And so I was able to reach out. And really the first time this happened was the fact that the three to four dreams that I had were one better than the other. Like I just laughed my ass off and like we had fun. It was like when we are friends. So I, I, I was compelled because of the blissfulness the sweetness of that moment waking up from that dream like wow oh my gosh i have to share this with them and the thing is they were going through a rough moment some decision that was being need to be made and i was able to give support and so then it happened again and i was again drawn to them with the same laughter so sharing a moment of life in a dream but it wasn't one dream it was three or four until the last of whatever number was that much laughter together then I'm like okay I have to write it's too great of a dream not to write the person about the dream that I just had with them and once again the person was facing a moment in life where they were questioning their choices they were not sure they made the right choice and then it happened a third time and a fourth time and until finally they began to realize wow we really are connected souls and so they're doing their own spiritual growth and that was what allowed them to become open and receptive to a friendship that society then them themselves these are the shackles deem deem something that should not be because apparently exes can't be friends wow you know guys as a person who loves people i've always laughed at this i was a teenager and i laughed at this because that's complete possessiveness and you don't own people you know and then people talking about we're in the 21st century we're more modern than the medieval times and i'm thinking of the scarlet letter the whole time To this day as an adult, when I meet anyone who's not a 5D empowered enlightened person, guys, and there's a good portion of people that are not, I'm just gonna say that. So when I'm not meeting life sensitive people, oh my gosh, do I see codependency all over the place. I can't say it because it's not my place. My body cringes at it and steps away very gracefully because I love having my, I already have my own people that I get to work with every day. I don't need more of those. So the fact that life is much more than one relationship or even just your, again, label of the the car you drive or of the, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Life is you. You are the existence. You didn't have relationships. This is all based on needs. This is all based on financial, societal, psychological, physiological, emotional. For those who are there, you're not empowered yet you're not enlightened yet you're nowhere near it let's talk about it let's talk about it for real and it doesn't mean you disengage from anything nothing at all actually you become your infinite higher human consciousness not only the potential of it you become it and you no longer get angry stupid because you work with your emotions all the time you work with everything quote unquote work it's an enjoyment for you especially as you realize you are always leading the way and that you don't make mistakes nobody does the deep connections every person is part of that ocean from the individual to the extent but let me focus back on the one-on-one because obviously there's a certain number that are closer to you than the rest okay and those are the ones you pick up on those are the ones you have either dealing with your own life sensitive so that means you are already in country loving and you're growing more of that so you're growing more compassionate if you're still in the masculine energy it means we need to work with that ego a little bit so this is all telling one thing pure love is the essence of life relationships are either based on needs or they're based on love And if they're based on love, no matter what treatment you've received, you are a functional adult, you do understand, you respect, and you still, to this day, love all of people. You don't have enemies. You don't have unfair treatment. You don't have any of that. For a minute, I'm talking to the life-sensitive people. If there's anybody who's like, I don't know, I'll get to that in a second, please. This uh, adaptive, ambivalent, excuse me, attachment friend, it has been five days that they were being nudged in my mind so i engaged in a way to try and see what is going on there's ways that we can always approach people to see how they're doing those who cut you off you can't but in this case there's always the ability to be in love which is what i do when that because i do have the others that i don't want to talk about as much today and those have also been being brought to me consistently and let's just say that for those individuals it's very different what I experience and the nudges that are there but because there's a centeredness in unconditional love there's the ability to allow that to be what takes place and that is exactly what our deep soul connections uh, in the moment for those of us who are centered in 5d this is the light work that when people say we're light workers you don't need to take actions already picking up on your soul Because we're all one soul is you picking up on where the need is and being in your ventral vagal state being in a state of compassion as you remember however it was that you were treated and however it is that things went being able to be in a state of love that's exactly what it is because we're one consciousness that's helping to expand consciousness that's you being in the enlightenment vibration which is the 5d state of consciousness so we're putting to the side for a minute the ego self and you know human day-to-day self-empowering stuff okay and even the enlightenment i'm talking about the actual vibration the actual emotion more people center themselves and are able to be their own self with imperfections the more you're able to be empathic when you're being mistreated by whoever it is You don't label them as an enemy because you know that they're defending themselves from you, which means they don't like you. They don't want whatever words you want to use. It doesn't matter. You know that they are not safe with you, period. So even if you tap into them, that reminder is a neutrality. That is where that stays and your own love for self and the other is what takes and you're able to share because again, energy is energy with your own thoughts you don't look at those people with ugly you don't look at life with ugly again your relationships your soul connections aren't needs they are and you love every one of them and those memories are always memories with love the areas that are again of unkindness are deemed for what they are they are a lazy form of grief they are hurt of the others and so you're giving love to that hurt and this is the most beautiful thing and this is all that is being asked people don't go here because they get locked into spiritual bypassing they stay in duality they stay in ego sensitive and they have a dream or two or three they remember what happens and has happened with the same ugliness as saguru points out what you see in somebody is not about them it's about you and so you get to see what you want to see and when i have dreams of these loved ones i see the amazing souls they all are and they're amazingly beautiful which simply makes me then miss them. But putting that to the side, back to my lovely ambivalent attachment friend and are reconnecting in this way that I knew already because once you get into the habit of being one life sensitive for anybody who is there, you know this already, it's clear when you're meant to step in or not. The only time this becomes quote-unquote confusing it's only happened once in my life to that extent where i was like wow it really threw me off but i actually today know exactly why Um, if that ever happens what i can share from my experience is the body element part uh if somebody doesn't want to talk they don't want to talk let it go so you start Working with your emotional self and with this aspect of whatever it is that you begin to feel, perceive, work with, work with it on your own. Stop engaging immediately if you're gonna get treated a certain way. And it isn't because they're not a connection, but it's because the more aggressive the reaction is to you actually expressing the intuitive guidance you have guys because it's intuitive you don't dream because you choose to dream if you have dreams they come to you because you're connected but the more aggressive and attacking a person is to you this is they're not wanting to hear it they're not ready whatever it doesn't matter it is not of your concern so i'm trying to support those who have not one hopefully been in any sort of experience like that but two if you ever encounter it you're being given the opportunity to step out of your ego and to look at something knowing it's your eyes that see, it's your heart that feels, it's your body that is involved. You choose to be pleasant or unpleasant, but take in the signal. The aggressiveness is an indication of a not safe body. and This is where that ambivalent attachment friend, for example, remember the engagement was very different in the way they went about it. But long story short, souls are souls and we know who are our souls. And so this is where this person, we both agreed to disagree. We said, we love each other. And so in this moment in time, in fact, it is something that I actually understand because of the understanding of what this 5d state of consciousness is and where the world is headed and all that good stuff this isn't with the expectations of a person and their personality changing what does this mean love is love love is you do what you want to do and i will love you anyways it is getting into not need-based relationships if you're life-sensitive, you've never been in a need-based relationship in your life ever. Ever, because you've always known So the part about the mother that I wanted to share. When he when said, Guru says, I'm going to get in trouble for this, it's always actually quite clear to me that I love my mother the way I love her because of her role. What she's been told to me she is by the society that lives me, what she's told me I am and what she's experienced of me and one perfect example is the level of ownership i have of my own person there have been moments in different times because of the culture so she's neapolitan where i've said things and i could see that they were they were hurtful heartbreaking but the words were saying something very straight which is i'm me you're you nothing negative the culture and the possessiveness and the way that people have needs in their relationships is where the life-sensitive person again doesn't mean to hurt people's feelings and that's why you're in tune to seeing that and you're not in your ego so you pick up the cue and you learn to express your feelings and who you are in another way to try and ensure you don't hurt somebody's feelings however it's clear to the life-sensitive person that that is a shackle that that is something that you know people wear as gold because it's making them feel special or it's been created as something special and so it has this shape this framework and and the example would be the Neapolitan mother is very much like you don't touch my kids like there's this unconditional love but and, and really if you talk to any culture mother Hood, for those who are nurturers will be that they'll be, they'll be all over anyone who touches their their kid in a way of don't do it and they'll call it unconditional love why because they'll accept their child no matter what the child does if they have that not everybody has that uh, and in neapolitan there's the, the saying is every child every cockroach is a mother's child something like that so basically you're saying even if a kid is ugly the mother will love it anyways I I was thinking about the translation Um, and I think there's probably some saying in English for that too so this is an actual thing you see it all the time one of the perfect stories I have for this is in the in the the quarters so the poorer areas um, downtown Naples City there was this incident it was near my grandma's house where the cops were wanting to arrest some person who had burglarized or I don't know if they were a drug dealer anyways all the women of this area started to throw things at the cops like household items so they were protecting the child and this is something that obviously some would already be thinking of judging we're not talking about that right now so please put aside your opinions you know and I'm trying to relate to this in a, in a different way and saying every person has a culture we all do and that's exactly where these shackles are gold so the minute though that you're life sensitive you do look to try and respect that which you realize can hurt a person's feeling because you understand it and when said is spelling out this thing about a mother it's like well yeah most people actually they don't even get there like when i meet people who are open-minded you can tell how open-minded so remember there are different levels and if you've tapped into that infinite higher human consciousness potential open-minded means all all is at play there are no there are no frameworks that you don't see everything's a framework anytime you're in a conversation you can spot a framework you're ready to move beyond the framework and so it's engaging beyond which is what then limits your actual engagements with other people but that's for another time because you can always again be receptive and open to knowing that that's where you're called to go to be of support like with my ambivalent attachment friend to be of support and present is what I knew right now is needed if you will and in fact from our conversation she's going to support me and I'm going to support her in specific endeavors that are part of our soul's journey so like for me it's with my voice because when i shared like uh, how she was doing how because she had asked me something so i was able to ask her if she was moving forward with this question she had asked me and so i got the ball rolling with tying back into something that she had been interested in knowing from me and i wanted to see you know how she's doing emotionally and stuff like that too and so i was able to do that and they then asked me how i was doing and when they sent their voice note their voice is very clear since we do podcast. you guys know this <laughs> i do video podcasts i like "Oh, your voice sounds so clear what's the microphone you're using because i want it and they went ahead to tell me that they're doing some specific course and so long story short guys I asked them if they would support me through counseling, I'll pay them through coaching. And they then said, well, I actually want your online marketing consultation. So we agreed to have that type of exchange, a professional one. And here's that part for deep soul connections, guys. Uh, We're souls connected. In fact, I even told them because at a certain point they said, I'm very happy you wrote me. And I said, well, of course I would write you. I love you. Because here's the thing doesn't matter what happens between people who are life sensitive which my ambivalent attachment friend is we love each other and we know we're connected now the part about expectations anyone who's ego sensitive in here is thinking are they going to change this ego sensitive guys nobody changes a life-sensitive person is not in relationships based on needs I don't love this person because they have to do something for me and I don't not not love them because we had an argument that made it very clear that I can't meet their expectations. In that moment I stood up for me and I said I can't meet your expectations and to this day that's the case. It has nothing to do with personality. No expectations of changes are ever in place when people are life sensitive. That's an ego-sensitive trait. And it's because you have relationships based on needs. So here's the thing, the shackles of gold. It isn't about you disengaging from them. When I share about like my mother, there are there are aspects that, for example, are true and acknowledged by me of my way of wanting to ensure she's always in a state of ease. So that inner sweetness of life, which is what creates discussions at times, because that is me trying to impose me upon her lifestyle. Now, when she does it, it's okay, because she's the mother, so technically she's the educator, okay? Once you enter a visibility, With this word relationships from life sensitive not need and that's when you're empowered so again you accept yourself with your imperfections you're at zero you don't need approval from your parent you're not looking to attach to your parent you're not looking to attach to your children you're not looking to attach to society you're not looking to attach to a male or a female or whatever it is that is considered partnership You are not looking to attach. You do not need to attach. You do not need to survive in your interactions. You recognize as a life sensitive being, the only thing you need to have to live your life exist, is food, water, air. Everything else is a cultural thing that you learned and is a part of a belief system. And samadhi mahasamadhi this is a term i use because when i read that it means you being in great equanimity which means you being able to be in any situation and be neutral that's what you're in when you're not in any form of need-based lifestyle the inner growth mindset can get you there but obviously this is where it's a lot of different things that will be looked at by the person including this what I'm just spelling out right now so realizing that expectations are you wanting a person to change according to you one and that is very challenging for even the most quote-unquote loving people and I say quote-unquote because they consider themselves loving the life-sensitive person knows that's a need-based love it's not actual love actual love says you treat me like shit I still love you because that's the bond that we have deep soul connections are that the people who live in the universe with duality the metaphysics call these people names they will refer to situations as let me cut the cords here let me cut the cords there negative energy positive energy and they will keep on being in ego the same way as another person who is simply who says i don't like your country and so to me our culture is in a it comes down to that that's adaptive child that is not a person who is sitting in their ventral vagal state they're hurt slash defensive they're already in their own opinion and whenever you have expectations you're already in your own opinion and that's about it so no this person's not going to change who they are nor do i expect them to change who they are that would be a great disrespect on my end that is egotistical to expect a person to change same thing i won't change nobody really changes we get to know each other People who are life sensitive, their relationships are not based on any needs, and so these shackles of gold are shackles that you always see, always have. The Ego sensitive, today you've gotten some insights into this. I, like I was trying to say, I will and will always defend my mother, life and tooth, as she's pointed out, which is true. <clears throat> don't touch my mother don't touch my sisters don't touch my loved ones this is where it's about any person that is in in my group of loved ones in fact one of the ones that i you know got into this uh, trouble quote-unquote with is because i was trying to help them and then that caused me to be by both individuals judged as quote-unquote the bad guy or the inappropriate whatever label i don't know on um, you know, but. It, this is the part, it doesn't even matter. Whatever shackle they have of gold, it's theirs. The point is this that every action from a person who is truly in touch with oneness consciousness is always to support and be present where is needed. This isn't about creating codependency, though. Like with my ambivalent attachment friend, if I was going to create codependency, I would have. In, in the needs the way they are from the ego which is not or it could have looked like something very different attacking them becoming unpleasant like they were being to meet. In the other situation it would be attacking uh, two people that are not there's nothing to attack they're codependent on each other in the way they are the way many actually the majority of couples are because couples are that unless they're independent and if they're independent it's very clear they, they don't have certain types of shackles of gold again the average person is not necessarily in life sensitive whichever one is tuning in here to they right now i'm trying to spell it out relationships are mostly need-based the one the minute you recognize this and you move beyond it is the minute your relationships one are always amazing two this inner sweetness of life is a constant because see even you experiencing bliss with any of these relationships that then end up kind of coming at you in a certain way that doesn't change anything it doesn't change the love you hold for the people so in the case of where i was trying to support the friend putting to the side the partner the friend i love to death and my support was supportive was trying to support their journey not the other i don't know the other person i don't care about the other person and in fact After the exchange, I don't even want to get to know the other person because there's an incompatibility that was immediately presented to me. The same thing goes for any of my friends when I'm out with their friends, because see, this is the word friends, are those deep soul connections. And I always know, the life sensitive person knows who those are. So the friends of friends are not my soul connections. I'm there because they're there. I'm there for them, not for their friends. I can engage with those friends. Those are the strangers. Those are the souls that are part of the collective. So here's where there's no judgment ever of good or bad. Again, oneness consciousness. Being in a pure love state is actually you enjoying. So I enjoy the exchanges. My mind doesn't enjoy a lot of exchanges. This is because it has a lot of things it thinks about that are not restricted into these shackles of gold that really are not gold they are friction free soul it's very um it's very what's the word you immediately can tell there's not an enlightenment vibration and your body is immediately feeling very restricted and your mind as well this is what you have the community for anyone who's tuning in I repeat, reach out, because you don't need to do this without having at least some moments of empowering, enjoying, blissful conversations. There are us. There are those who love life all the time and can talk about things with the faith and knowledge that humanity gets to experience consciousness. And we get to, if we stay in enlightenment, help that along when we're in those circumstances with friends and friends right here's where there is a role for that what you those of you who are centered you're able to do this to stay in gratitude to stay in bliss and i mean it to stay in the sweetness of life remember you see something about others from your own perspective it's not about them it's about you I'm in circumstances with the friends of the friends of the friends. My mind is not intellectually engaged because my mind has all the information it needs and is being presented the same information. And it's a regurgitation. So the mind is not engaged because those pieces of information are, are known. However, the heart of you and the mind of you is steered by you. And so it is up to you to engage with neutrality in that exchange if you are self-empowered with enlightenment in that 5d state you acknowledge in that moment you can be pleasant or unpleasant you can choose to sit in sweetness and have fun and be mesmerized by the differences that we are or not and if you're not you're in your ego and you're going to think you're enlightened like some people do and you're really not you're in spiritual bypass you're in your one up in your mind And you may know all the pieces of information you know, and you may think you know everything about life. Here's the part of when Sadhguru says, those who are yogis, I think is the word he used, or gurus, they marry with ignorance. They marry with knowing they don't know anything. So remember that. Marry with knowing that you don't know anything or everything, excuse me, we know know some things. Marry, unknown, unexpected, unwanted, while practicing ventral vagal state within your own body sense of safety not threat not life threat stop being ego sensitive allow your ego to know because you know who you are you know your personality i know who i am like with the ambivalent attachment friend if they bring up the topic i will tell them what i told them already I can't give you what you asked of me the time but obviously I can cater and give you this because this is something that I can work into my schedule the reality is it's once a person realizes what they want that they can spell it out so the moment the friend let's say acknowledges they want friends only that can call them these many times this is clarity that you gain about yourself when you stop being a person who judges who you are which is what most people do and I'll use me as this example when I'm talking to my mother or any of my friends and they say it's not about you I know why they say that because I present to them me and so immediately they'll point out but this isn't about you or this is- and I'll say, but I'm the one who's engaging in this conversation. So me is going to come forth, unless you want to talk to some other person. People will be weaker people without realizing it because they think that's them. But to back to the point, because that's a side note. The ability to speak who you are with calmness is because you're not justifying it anymore. You're not justifying it because you're not attaching to an approval of someone. You have no shackles. You present who you are without a problem. Your truth without a problem because you're always saying what you mean from the heart. So there's nothing ever to hide. And the self-empowered person has nothing to hide because if somebody throws a tomato at you, they threw a tomato at you. They're the ones who are being unpleasant. not the other way around you wipe the tomato off your face and you say thank you for letting me know that you don't like me Uh, we won't see each other anymore bye it's okay life isn't about people you're an existence so the people can make life more amazing but it's not them it's you it's always you the inner sweetness of life comes from you people just as teenagers didn't realize this as a teenager. Luckily for me, I realized that immediately. And I say luckily because I know a lot of people who say, Wow, you're so lucky. That's the only reason I add this word. Because honestly, I, I always thought, Well, I mean, gosh, if your body feels like crap because somebody's treating you like crap, I think you would have followed it by now. Oh, but no, let me do the self pity party because I didn't trust me. And then let me do it again and again and again and again and again and eventually call life shitty. Mm, no. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. One plus one equals two. But they have all the we group leaders that are, let's build God's army. Oh, that's a karmic. Oh, that's negative energy. Ooh, let me go get some Palo Santo and let me go do some magic. I love the esoteric. I love the metaphysics, but I love it more when it's actually being something that you see with the completeness of this energy spectrum, because that is the same as if I gave you the Bible in the medieval times versus me helping you to understand with the data. And then bringing the two together and actually embracing both the human and spiritual elements because that's the magic of the duality for the life-sensitive person. It's only the ego-sensitive person who needs to say, I'm right, you're wrong. This is why they're adaptive children. And let's leave that one alone (laughs) because there's those charts. That's the charge state that the collective is in right now for those tuning in here you can balance out whether you're more of a feminine energy or masculine and when i say this what i'm saying is whether you're more life sensitive or ego sensitive both are asking of the same aspect to sit in a state of inner sweetness of life because you can because the essence of life is what we are we are existence we didn't come here born with relationships as Sadhguru points out relationships came out of our needs of survival polyvagal theory doctor three states of our nervous system safe threat life threat the other theory with the attachment by six months you will attach to whichever caregiver whoever it is sibling mother doesn't matter that will tend to you when you're crying out anyone left to self-soothe your empathic stuff was switched off because your poor body needed to see how it could help you not feel as much pain, which means those lovely diorphins, endorphins started to be distributed. And so numbness, apathy, there are certain feelings that people have is not because you're necessarily in a pathology, it's because your nervous system learned how to defend you in your own circumstance. And since there are psychologists that taught parents to keep their children in their room, let them cry themselves to death, those poor children. And I have stories of that. That makes me very sad. And I'm like, wow, I wonder that child, how they're gonna be. Like I've heard of stories of like, how can a parent sit and watch 10 hours, 12 hours, their child in a baby monitor crying? This is something that actually happened. When I heard that, I was like heartbroken over and over and over again. And and then I'm like, how, how with what, where's I don't understand oh that's right because that child is being spiteful to me they're trying to not make me sleep excuse me this is a child oh but no this psychologist said that this is what's going to help my child to be independent and then there's another situation and i don't laugh because it's funny it's that laugh of seriously you actually bought into that you bought into your own lie so that you would justify the fact that you want to sleep versus allow yourself to go tend to the poor kid who's crying because you just decided that that's how it's going to be because some expert who again with your confirmation by because that's what all you wanted to hear was how can i stop having to be in this place don't have children is what I was gonna what I I would say is to anybody who doesn't want to attempt to child don't have them why are you having them now is the time you know how many people well I need to get married now because really really and, and they want to talk about life being shitty no no you chose it you chose it very clearly the people who are in the middle and this is the part they're the worst because they have one foot here and one foot there And they're consistently able to navigate and justify their whining to a level, these are not personal friends, by the way, I don't don't handle that. Very few, and it's a hint of it, and it's something that's a hint because they are on their actual soul age journey. So realizing that some people are not going to achieve enlightenment state is very clear once you achieve visibility of the different soul age groups. For those of you who have the deep soul connections you can always see which souls are going to enter this sphere or not especially as they start to make choices that are building so the masculine energy what we've been talking about is very important to disengage from those shackles of gold and when a person who is building them is in the spirituality bypass this is where you know they're not going to gain that enlightenment because right now universe has been nudging at them over and over and over again and i'm thinking of two three different people and you know how you know when the universe is nudging at you that this isn't good for you like this isn't it's not that it's not good it's not part of your growth journey so it's going to keep you in a specific place um things begin to feel off so emotionally speaking you're crying, you're sad, you're upset. Like your emotional stuff is not in a, in a high. You're, you're not anywhere near it. Things start happening in life. You start, whether it be bumping into things, you know, random incidences of... And I know some people are like, That's, this is for those who are not in ascension community who would be thinking that, because anybody who is knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's not bad energy. It's not some evil eye this is the universe telling you this is not for you this is not for you this is not for you the same way they nudge you to get back into contact for example with those souls that are meant to be a part of your growth journey they nudge you to get out of situations that are no longer but this is the same thing it's not a nudge that you control let me be clear about that because there are those who because they're in spiritual bypassing because they've labeled something or someone negative they don't see their connection and in fact in that case they're doing the opposite of growth and it's kind of like when the car the alchemist lady says when you think that you have to stay so this is a soul that you have a contract with when you actually you label this i have this is my soul you transform that to a karmic why because you've attached to the label the minute you think that you are bound to a soul is the minute you've transformed that to karmic in the way that the metaphysics world talks about because we know that with true spiritualism karma is simply action so every action has a reaction karma you know you do something you get back something but the life sensitive doesn't do quid for quo we're adults so again you're actually paying attention from your prefrontal cortex from your third eye you are open and receptive you're listening with your body and mind so your well-being you can tell when this hurts so if you're upset and sad you don't doubt your sadness you don't doubt your uncomfortable. you don't doubt anything that your body's saying i'm miserable i'm miserable i'm miserable i'm miserable you don't ignore it you don't shove it down and you don't keep moving forward if you do though what i was just saying is what begins to happen and when they said and this is in things that i've read that those who don't start to grow with the 5D state of consciousness. So they move towards leading their life with heart because 5D is you leading from your heart. It's you being your soul. Now your dharma might not include achieving a visibility of enlightenment in the way that the spiritual gurus talk about, okay? But your heart is trying to lead you towards the inner sweetness of life that you choose. As guru points out when you see something or someone it is not about them or the thing it is about you you see it with your eyes your mind your heart your body and you choose pleasant or unpleasant it's that simple now back to this story because I'm very serious how the universe nudges you so one only one situation actually went down the path of realizing and they were really put in a corner I see the universe puts you in a corner but this is where you know who might access that other soul age group or not others they're put in a corner but it's in a different way because they're actually choosing those shackles okay so this is where it's a different choice because the shackles they wear them as gold what does this mean? It means from their unhappiness, they look to those relationships. I want a husband or a wife or I want a family. I want a children. I want a child. Why? Because in their mind, the relationships are what look. Ad Guru says, we are not our stars. Relationships don't exist born, they are by anyone who is on a It doesn't matter if they have clairs or not, the minute they are attaching to the external as that sweetness is the minute they've disengaged from moving forward and they've spotted a place that they're going to keep moving towards. That's still going to be a 5D for them, but the difference is they're not constantly centered in this life. They're not looking at within when they're going through grief they identified what they think is going to help them be happy so they're distracted quote unquote from their spiritual their soul their oneness consciousness opportunity that relationship doesn't dawn on them they're in separateness consciousness and they're looking outside for the feeling of love and happiness and that's where their sweetness is inner but it is going to not be centered in their heart it depends on the shackles of gold so their weight is weight of gold they will look at it they will flaunt it they will be in the middle so those people who are like oh my gosh i have all these bills i have all these things i have all and they'll keep talking about things in a certain way <clears throat> it's not good or bad i'm presenting guys so be in maybe you yourself or i'm more likely to think that it will be those who are around you because you if you're tuning in here have an ear for being a free soul and therefore you're called to seeing those shackles for what they are they're not gold they are limitations of the complete expression of the isness that life is it's not because they're not beautiful they are they don't define you you're not ego sensitive you see Anyone who thinks that a child is the only thing that can bring them joy, and I have a mother who will keep telling me that I bring them joy, and I will keep telling them the rest of my life, you are your own joy, I'm just an added bonus. The empowering leader will always try to get you to see the truth. Follow your heart, follow your inner growth, know that you are what makes you you, not the other way around, and know that you are what makes life lovable, enjoyable, or not. There will always be leading to life, not ego. And so nothing is going to be labeled as something you need by the empowering person. And this is where I'm saying, whether you're life sensitive or ego sensitive, keep in mind, you only need water, air, and free physiology to live. All the other stuff, that's our... Attachment defensive state, at six months, we needed to attach. We attached. We didn't only attach physiologically. We actually also attached emotionally because our entire culture, even the psychologists, that define human beings as social beings. And here's where, yes, we have each other. However, the nervous system is what has created this exchange when the exchange is visible with a zero ego, so you're in that true is guys, this is the minute every one of those relationships has even more meaning than it ever did for anyone who stays in a need-based, anyone who stays in the ego. And we're not gonna keep doing that. I wanna try and help you to see that it's about not loving your loved ones the way culture, society has taught you is about recognizing that you don't need them and they don't need you and then it's about recognizing that if that still stings it's because your egos involve the separateness consciousness Impure love you're in the fear of losing those people or you're in the fear of being alone you're in the attachment defensive state of our mammalian heritage and so this is the shackle that when you can see this and you finally are like okay don't need this because you don't need the people in your life, and they don't need you. But you love the people in your life, and they love you. And so, like my attachment friend and I, I don't expect her to change, or my other friends, the ones who I love to death. I don't expect them to change. <laughs> There's never been a moment where I'm like, I want them to change. A life-sensitive per- person doesn't look to the people they love, and I want you to change. That's an ego sensitive person. And there are many people that through those shackles of gold, they stay in this place. Doesn't matter whether you're more masculine or feminine energy. The people that have been pushed to the corner, like the one that I'm thinking about, they will move forward if they're able to see that they were not punished by life which is a common theme that they hold, that they are suffering because they should not be here even though it's in a very more different space of awareness at this point, luckily, but it's still there. The idea that they had to suffer because they technically shouldn't be here their feeling out of place in this world. The others who are instead filling stuff up, they've actually chosen where they want to be. And if anything, it's funny because those same souls, when they have began tapping into the clairs and stuff, they tapped into their past lives and they've made very specific claims for where they stopped their growth and they're repeating it again. So to person that connects and remembers things like for me it's like okay that's uh, and you start also by the way feeling when a person's on their path there is a feeling of peace that comes from that person's state of consciousness so the heart is what i'm talking about now because that's the seed of our oneness consciousness They're pure love and what it is is a pure peace because they're they they're putting down the steps to what their journey is going to be they're not in their, quote unquote, full Dharma, according to a person who's a guru, for example, or enlightened in a way that knows that we are existence because they see all the shackles that those people hold. But to person who's seeing from that human perspective and with the knowledge of the oneness consciousness aspect from within, so the heart, you see that they are wearing shackles of gold and they're okay with that and they will call that life. And they will say life is ups and downs and they will live it like that, but with peace in their heart. The other individuals who get pushed, this means guys, so if any of you are in some situation that is getting very much heavy, okay, universe and actually, excuse me, uh, source, infinite because the universe is in duality, right? But the infinite is trying to get you to move on with your journey to keep moving forward. So whenever there's pain, you're meant to pay attention and to stop being in pain. This doesn't mean acting out. It means to remove yourself from that which is causing you hurt. And the ego sensitive people, this means to be uncountry loving. It doesn't mean to behave unkindly or unpleasantly to anyone or anything. It means to get clear on what it is that you do want. And what you are staying around just because of needs that are no longer, like, that are beginning to weigh you down. The, the, the thing is that you're disregarding the very clear signs that it's done, it's over. This You need to do something. Quote, unquote, and it doesn't mean you need to take any actions, but there's a need to explore contemplatively. Because this is where your expanding consciousness doesn't require you to change external. It's an inner job it's an inner sweetness you see there are those who i know for a fact are meant to leave certain circumstances and this is where the universe will push you to and you've already gotten that because the same person we're a collective so the same individual i'm thinking about when i think of them and i think of other people that i'm picking up on that are going through stuff they're being cornered you, like the universe won't give you any option especially because you're not listening when sad says the consciousness I keep saying universe but I'm talking about oneness consciousness when I say that in this context when he says you're either going to pay attention and walk the path or you're going to find yourself without a leg he knows what he's talking about because this is this is he knows what he's talking about he's a guru and I'm sharing with you there are things that are very clear obviously at this point and it's because the situation needs your reflection and what is being asked is for you to find lightness in your life it does not mean any specific aspect outside of you it actually means start taking off the labels example thinking that you need to become x y and z to be successful to start freeing yourself of that from the soul no no wait a minute sweetness it's my life every day i can wake up be happy with this why do i not have to you literally are working on your own mind okay and some might say that's silly because you say that's not but it's it's all about energy and your vibration and it's introspection and it's uh like the retina thing right there's that scientific person experiment or i forget what it's called but some people like even that are now saying it's only angel numbers it's not only one thing or another science and human element or science human elements and spirituality come together metaphysics as everything so when you're seeing any numbers yes it's part of the universe but the oneness consciousness person who's tapped into that infinite knows it's also the science stuff it's one and in the same because we're energy we're chemistry So the retina thing, uh, and I forget the specifics, but it says when you've spotted something and you want it, you're gonna keep spotting more and more of it, which is true. But it doesn't mean that it's not that source or the universe, and so that that's not something that you're being guided towards. The people who are tuning in here, you know this by now, and so we allow all. it is getting you to it wants you to think about your choices from the heart it's trying to get you out of the masculine energy which is trying to use those shackles as I, I want this this is where I'm at this is what makes sense It's saying no life isn't about the outside or what makes sense it's about what's in here use the baseline that Sadhguru says so think about when you've felt in the most amazing, blissful state ever. Use that as your baseline. And then move more than that. Get your life to be more than that. And I know some of you may have questions. We'll talk more about that at another point. But right now, if there are people that bring that forth, Hopefully they're in your life. And if they're not, then get them back in your life if you can. Because those are the people you want. Those are the people that are meant to help you grow because otherwise you wouldn't be thinking of them. The ones who bring you joy. Sometimes we can't do that. I know there's people I bring back. They're here, but I I can't. I need to respect their wishes. But I do miss them every day because they make my life that much more beautiful but in the absence, they still make my life beautiful because I know of them, right? You know of the people that are amazing. So you don't need them to be in your life for you to be enriched and grateful for having had those people in your life. Uh, Whatever that baseline is, get yourself to that. And so whoever and or whatever doesn't give you that, it's time to disengage. I have people that I know who are resisting changes. So every day they wake up crying, every day they wake up miserable and they don't do anything about it. They have all the tools, everything. The counseling people, they are creating their own misery. And while people will think like this individual that they can't do anything about it, it's not true. They can, they're afraid. It's two different things, but you can't tell them that they're afraid because nobody, when they're being threatened, and that is what they're in, they're not in a space of safety within themselves. They don't trust their heart. If they did, they would get out of the situation that makes them miserable. If you don't trust yourself, and that is your heart, and so you treat, what do you expect? From life? your heart your body's telling you i'm miserable here i'm unhappy i don't want to be here 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 and you're keeping on using some shackle this these people that are in these situations they're using societal labels some it's family some it's partner some it's you know their job their commitment whatever it is those are all shackles this is all an illusion meaning you can address it you know what i'm gone bye bye Nicely, hey, it was nice being with you, but it ain't working now. I'm sorry. I, I, I know, I know this comes unexpectedly, but I must go. I, I, Forgive me. Whatever it is, you can get out of it. There are no, unless you're in physical prison or at gunpoint, you can leave. The job, same idea. Want to go homeless for a bit? Hey, Eckhart told he was homeless for a bit. You guys know that? Just FYI i'm just saying and i I actually don't agree with having to take any risks but the people who i'm talking about right now they are literally just crying misery because time has come for them to leave those situations and they're scared shitless and they're not aware that their excuse which are these societal labels are that on the contrary the people who have created they've shackled themselves on their own but at least those people and their handful they're happy they're blinded but they're happy why are they blinded because their sweetness of life could be that much greater now they're going to go through a roller coaster life because they've shackled themselves and so their emotions their needs still depend on the external they've stayed in that and built upon it versus free themselves from it quote unquote but they're happy from their heart so they've achieved their soul age group again i'm talking to those who are inclined to be in the enlightenment soul age group don't don't more than whatever it is that's going on is what i'm trying to get at get you can leave whatever stuff is going on it's a label it's not necessary there's ways that you can be kind and pleasant and just start moving towards whatever it is that creates or created that blissfulness and obviously if it's simply contemplating again it's all within you hopefully this will lead you to a very beautiful balancing especially what's today wednesday of midweek we'll be back again with another episode soon and hopefully you're enjoying the elixir, the elixir of life today is the last part and tomorrow we begin with reaching balance i think it is something like that so lots of lots of smiles